All right, hope oh, cool. All right, welcome to the second in a row Turd Flingy Monkey Show Dumpster Fire. Cat had the day off. So um, I was getting a lot of complaints last week of people not getting their questions fielded. So I added a new redemption reward where you can ask a Twitch question. Now, Celestina won't pop up and answer it. It'll go in a queue, and I'll read the questions between games or when we, we have downtime. So you don't have so I don't think anybody's going to actually be monitoring the Twitch chat for questions. So if you want to ask a question, um, the best way to do it is to use. I think I only had it set to a hundred bananas. So the Celestina question is a thousand bananas, but um, the the Twitch question is only a hundred bananas. <laughs> and and you can earn those. You can earn bananas just by watching the stream. You can play games to double your bananas. It's not hard. So there you go. So just. Um, or you could you could ask in the Twitch chat, but it's kind of a it's a crapshoot whether you'll actually get your question answered. And we're playing Killing Floor, and uh, Helsing is I'm here with Helsing, DDJ, and Grizzly Migtow. But we can go ahead and start the game now. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Howdy. Yep. So um, yeah, what do you guys want to talk about? Actually, um, DDJ, me and you talked about doing kind of a an alt-right thing, and we never really yeah. hammered out. We could just talk about like what we were going to talk about and just make it kind of an unofficial <laughs> kind of yeah, impromptu yeah, that's video. I, I noticed that like, when we started talking about it, we were in the mosh pit, and it turned kind of cancerous. So Yeah, the, the, the conversation... <laughs> oh, we're also not in Discord. Discord was having a lot of issues, so we're on Skype. And I just got kicked out of the As, group. Yeah, Helsing just kicked us again. Good job, Helsing. It, damn it, Helsing. It shouldn't kick you out. Okay. Oh no, it's loading now. Okay. Um, there, yeah, now. it'll it'll play it'll do it like that. I'm just gonna blame you. Okay, it's fine. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Potato powers okay. activate. Well, I'll wait for right. the, I'll wait for the game to start. But um, for form of a russet. I I still think that you know the Washington Redskins should make their mascot a potato. Then eliminates all the controversy. They don't have to change their name or anything. To just make the make their mascot a potato. Nice. All right, TFM, we're waiting on you. There we go. Yeah, I'm I'm okay just chatting about that right now. Um, okay. Why don't you go ahead and start out? Okay. So this is my thoughts because like I'm not anti alt right on it because but the way I look at it is their goal like the existential crisis facing uh, the white race and white society is effectively a demographic issue and a societal replacement issue. Hold, hold on for a second. Holy shit. What's up? Grizzly is a fucking tranny. Oh my god, he is. Purple ha pink-haired feminist. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway. I got triggered for a moment. Sorry, go on. Anyway, so um, the, the problems facing... What is that? Okay. The problems facing the white race are demographic and, and, and cultural. They're being bred out in in their own countries. That's really the issue. There we go. Now, um, whenever you know people debate the alt-right or, or want to talk to anyone on the alt-right, the conversation keeps getting bogged down in like race realism and race and IQ. And the, the problem is those... Those concerns or those topics have nothing to do with demographics 
or social, uh, what am I thinking of? Social replacement. Like, let's say, let's concede that race realism is 100% true and IQ is 100% race or 100% genetic. And there's nothing anybody can do to make uh, the their IQ better through nutrition or environment. Basically, if you're black, you're just always going to be have an IQ of 80. There's nothing you can do about it. That has nothing to do with welfare or anything like that, okay? All that's true. Uh, that doesn't change the fact that white people aren't reproducing in sustainable levels. It doesn't change the fact that Europe is basically being replaced culturally, and in 100 years there isn't going to be Europe as we know it. So this is why, I, basically, I don't understand the whole, the whole like fascination with arguing about IQ when really the only goal should be getting the demographic numbers up. Because if the if white people were expanding, if they were having like three, four kids, a couple, there wouldn't be any worries about, you know, in a hundred years there's not going to be a Europe, and you wouldn't have to import immigrants from the Middle East or Africa. So the demographic issue is the central issue. It's the the stump of the tree. Everything else regarding you know Islam and immigration, uh, all those things are basically branches off of the demographic problem. So and yeah, this, so there's that. That's some, the other issue. And when you talk to a lot of, I'm not saying all, ha- obviously hashtag not all, but a lot of people on the alt right, they, when you pin them down about like what's their solution. They legit want to start a race war. They legit want to like forcibly remove all the minorities from Europe. They want to start World War III. And that makes no sense for, for, for multiple reasons. The main reason is when you're facing a demographic collapse, like your population is shrinking, that is not the time to start a war. Because you, you don't have enough people. I mean, nobody's having kids. Where are you going to get the soldiers from? But you're going to, like, what, enlist all the old men, all the seniors on Medicare to go fight your race war for you? They don't give a shit. They just want free money. So it's just it, the whole... Anyway, but the other problem is is it ignores the problem because let's say uh, we have two countries, two examples of countries that basically, according to the alt-right playbook, are living the dream, and that's uh, Japan and Korea. They, you know, they're very xenophobic. They don't have a lot of open immigration, they're very culturally and ethnically homogenous, and their society is dying. I mean, we did an article the other week where in Korea, they're assigning students to date each other because nobody's getting married, nobody's having kids. And the same thing's happening in Japan. So even if you get your your wildest dreams, you actually have this whole forcible mm-hmm. removal thing where you get rid of all the, the brown people... Basically, your society is just going to slowly die, just like it is in Japan and Korea. And so then you're you're going to be in a situation where your society lingers on for a generation or two until the the neighboring societies basically realize we need, you know, we're expanding, we're growing. Our fertility rate is like above two. So we need resources, we need land. And they see your country where you just you're not reproducing, your population is declining. And they're just going to eventually they're just going to take over. They're just going to invade. And you know what anyone else would. Like you thinking what you're going to 
you're all Billy Badass, and again, nobody's having kids. Eventually, your population is just going to get too old. You can't fight a war with a bunch of geriatric retirees. So it's just the, the whole game plan, or what seems to be the main game plan of the alt-right, of starting a war and uh, just accepting a shrinking demographics, doesn't make any sense. Now, it would make sense if everyone's demographics were, were, were going down. If, you know, if there was like a fucking worldwide plague and people all over were, you know, their demographics were shifting, that'd be, that'd be one thing. But that's not what we see. The, the demographic of certain countries, basically first world countries, are below replacement. And then other countries, it's, you know, it's high. So anyway, my, my whole point is um, I, I'm very sympathetic. I don't want the white race to go extinct. I don't want Europe to become Africa. But your solution doesn't – it ignores the actual problem, which is the demographics problem. And it actually has a very high likelihood of making the problem worse because if you start a war without the soldiers to actually win the war, you're, you're basically giving people the green light to legit – exterminate you because you started a war for no goddamn reason. You're the aggressor. You're the bad guy. So if they want to kill you, they're not justified in doing so. So my solution um, is to just take women's rights away because that's the reason why your demographics are shit. It's not brown people. It's not Islam. It's your women. And all you got to do, here's an experiment. You can do this today. Find a woman in her 20s who isn't uh, married, isn't pregnant, uh, you know, a white woman, obviously, because that's who we're talking about here, and ask her, why isn't she pregnant? Why isn't she having kids? And nine times out of ten, it's because she's focused on her career. And that should tell you everything you need to know. She's not going to say, oh, because Islam or because black people. She's going to say, because I'm focused on my career. That's why your demographics are shit. Women should be having kids. They shouldn't be going to college and focusing on their career. That's the problem. And the last thing I wanted to bunk before I kind of open up the floor for comments is I hear these lies uh, from these white nationalists who live in this fantasy world where they're like, I've heard this from numerous people. So either this is just they're repeating a talking point or they honestly don't know how to read a fucking um, graph and they don't know how statistics work. But I've heard several um, alt-right people saying that uh, white women elected Donald Trump. And so it's not – the problem isn't women or even white women. It's actually just the minorities. So what we do is we get rid of the minorities and because the white women, they're woke. Well, I hate to break this to you, but if you actually look at the actual numbers, just Google it, only 42% of white women voted for Trump. And, of course, every other race of women voted overwhelmingly for Hillary, but even white women only voted 42% for Trump. So saying that white women are woke and that they're going to vote the way you want, it's just a lie. Well, and you can see this with the TradCon MRA cosplayers. Right. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They're, it's, it's sad. And they so don't give a shit. I, I, just, I see a lot of white knighting, pun, in, pun intended, with the alt-right. Hold on. Sol seems to have something to say. Hippity hoppity. Argonians are property. Happy you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the twenty dollars donation. Uh, what's an Argonian? Is wow, that from? Nice. Is that from? Yeah, uh, that's from Skyrim. That's. The I was going to say that. Skyrim. Oh, the lizard race. Okay. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Why not? 
But uh, yeah, so th those are my thoughts on the alt right. And my my other problem with the this whole like let's start a race war and let's white knight for the women, is your a lot of these guys are legit. And I know hashtag not all, but a lot of people on the right are calling for fascism, and like racial war and murder and you know shit that is basically going to burn any goodwill people would have. Like people who don't want to see the white race go extinct or Europe become Africa. If the only people they want, to, if the only people like they, they're turning to to try to help are actual Nazis and actual like super violent murderous racists, then you, you don't want to help them. Now, and my concern is, I think a lot of these these actual like Nazi supporting fascists on the alt right are controlled opposition because you you know I remember DDJ we were talking a while back you were saying there are people going into the Bernie Sanders uh, they basically were Hillary people they went into the Bernie Sanders groups. And we're posting kitty porn to try to yeah. discredit. Yeah. So my, my concern is yeah. a lot of these these Nazi supporting uber racists talking about, uh, you know, starting a race war. Uh, I'm not sure because like, obviously the alt right kind of like MGTOW doesn't have any like orthodoxy or leadership. So but a lot right. of these guys probably are they're actually social justice warriors trying to burn goodwill for the alt right getting people to basically be, be so turned off by their racism and support of Nazis that they no longer want to help them. They no longer care. Like, well, shit, I guess if this, this is what white people want, then fuck white people. And I, I, don't, want, I don't want that. So anyway, my, again, well, you see this. You see this in our MGTOW comments as well. You see people that'll go in there and they'll spout purposeful racist shit and then they'll be like, oh, look, my racism. You know, right. oh, MGTOW's all racist. And in reality, it's like, you know, it's like four fucking people on like 10 sock puppet accounts each. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but anyway, so that that's my overarching thing. I think the the whole you have to focus on the problem. The problem is demographics. It's not Islam, it's not even minorities. Solve the demographics problem and then you you solve the problem. That is the problem. And white knighting for women and blaming minorities and calling for a race war or fucking fascism that completely ignores the problem. In a best case scenario, Thanks. you become Korea or Japan, and then you're just slowly dying. Instead of being replaced within a hundred years, it might take two hundred years, but you're still fucked. So, anyway, opening it up to the floor, gentlemen. If anyone has any comments, concerns, or emotional outbursts, you know, I thought it was interesting the other day when you were talking about like the whole IQ thing and about how uh, Asiatic Jews and Asians have a higher IQ than Caucasian people do. I thought that had some entertainment value. Because I think it totally debunks the idea of this whole, like, you know, oh, my white superiority thing. Right. Well, you know what's fucked up is I was trying to find some data to – because if you, look, <laughs> if you look in the SAT from 19, 1995, men were closer together in intelligence across racial lines than men and women of the same race. And that pretty much goes to show that, um, you know, sexual dimorphism is a thing. And sexual dimorphism is more significant than racial differences. However, uh, they changed the SAT in 2005, like quite significantly. And then looking at more modern data, now it is clustered by race, which is unfortunate because they they basically added like an essay question to make it more subjective to benefit. They, they change everything to benefit women. It's really fucking annoying. But And what's really fucked up, this actually does like – you know, in 95, when the SAT was more objective, um, it went Asian men, white men, Hispanic men, Asian women, white women, 
black men, Hispanic women, black women in that order when it came to um, SAT scores. So black men were kind of in the middle. But then when they changed it to benefit women, they pushed black men second to last. So it actually it screwed over black men. So, you know, that's right. the problem with, you know, they try to hook up the women's and they end up fucking over black men. They're like the first ones thrown under the bus. On purpose? Well, yeah. I mean, they, every step of the way. Every goddamn step of the way. And in terms of the alt-right, I mean, the the, the, the thing you got to think about is um, some of these alt-right people, they're fucking ghosting within the MGTOW community. Well, you know, I don't mind that. Like, I don't mind if you're yeah. – um, you could be a racist. I don't give a shit. Like, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. my problem is if you're anti-gynocentrism and anti-marriage and you, you get the – all that stuff, you could also hate black people or hate white people or – um, hate Jews. I, I mean, I'm going to disagree with you on that. And if we want to have a conversation, I'll be happy to have that conversation with you. But um, I disagree with people who say like, "Well, you're not a real MGTOW because has nothing. Right. One has nothing to do with the other." Oh, hold on, Celestine. Millions of billions. All women are children. Happy equinox, my dudes. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's very true. And again, thank you for the twenty dollars donations. Very generous. Um. Well, yeah. and that's the thing that I think people don't understand about me. Like, I don't give a shit about racists. I care about the entryists. Right. You know? Right. That, it, that... It's, it's, it, it's the entryists that are the issue for me. It's not the racists. I don't give a shit about your racism. Because you know what? If I need to get laid, I'm probably fucking your wife anyway. Well, and, and I think <laughs> – exactly. and here's the thing. Because um, MGTOW isn't political. Entryism no. really doesn't affect MGTOW. Like, oh, you're, you, there are MGTOW who are racists. Yep. What's your point? I mean, MGTOW right. aren't fucking running for Congress. We don't give a shit. But when it comes right. to the alt-right, they actually are trying to build a, a political coalition. So the entryism actually directly hurts them, which is, I think, and this, I don't know what the solution is because they honestly have to police themselves. They have to get the the Nazi supporters and the, 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 the people calling for violent racism. Like, you know, having a prejudice, you know, like, I mean, I've openly said I don't like, I only like a... Uh, mixed race black chicks i don't like black chicks with the gorilla face and so yeah, like oh that, that makes you racist sure. you know, oh, i don't give a shit and the thing it's is and people yeah, agree with me if you look at patriarchy if you look at the most beautiful black women they're all mixed like beyonce alicia keys holly berry they're all mixed they're just you know right. white jeans are like blue jeans you just make everything better but like yeah, yeah. regular black chicks look like gorillas and i just i'm not down with the gorilla face <laughs> right but that you know but if you're like oh you're a racist i don't you know what fuck you i don't give a shit yeah and yeah. it doesn't even but, matter but, all, but then again it's, it's all not, about preference there's nothing wrong right with preference. right right but but, then, but that's different than saying like we need to forcibly remove all minorities and we need to right, like right, start right. a that's fucking just, whole a race war that's no, that's just that's stupid. that's something else yeah but whatever that's not the same thing yeah retard lives matter yeah, like I said, my only issue is, is it, like I said, my issue is, is it's the entryism, it's the false flagging, it's the whole bullshit that's there. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if you look at MGTOW content creators, I mean, the majority of MGTOW content creators, they're more focused on the MGTOW message than they are about any kind of, a, you know, anything else. And so, you know, when you start talking about all the collectivist crap or whatever, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of that shit is kind of meme like, but some of it is just like, it's, it's stupid. And again, it's, you know, it doesn't it doesn't resonate with the MGTOW community. And, and the reality is this, is that 
there are there's a huge group of of MGTOW people who are in the red pill rage, and MGTOW is growing exponentially every day. And I talk about this on the Christmas stream about it, the stated MGTOW community versus the, um, you know, the larger MGTOW community. And I personally believe that the larger MGTOW community is probably millions, multiple millions of of men, whereas a stated community maybe a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand people. Um, but even so. You know, at the end of the day, with with this red pill rage and with these people, you know, talking about, well, you know, I'm a, I'm opposed to this. They're forgetting about talking about what do we live for. Once you're free from gynocentrism, what are you living for? What are you can you know? Wh- what are your goals? Right. And I think that that's that's the piece that a lot of people are missing. I mean, you you see Marcus talk about it a little bit. You talk about it a little bit. I talk about it a little bit. But I think you know, and and this goes to any other MGTOW content creators that are out there. You know, I challenge you guys to talk about what to live for. Once you're done with gynocentrism, what what do you what are you living for, and what do you what do you promote people live for? You know, I mean, right. once we understand that, that's what's going to make the MGTOW community stronger. Not not fighting about you know or bitching about what we're against. You know, right? Well, the thing is, is I mean, there there's a time for politics, but when you're talking about you know. You need to uh, first of all before you start talking about solutions and politics, you need to address the problem. And I think that's the the biggest problem with the alt right is they see the problem is demographic, one hundred percent demographic. White people aren't having enough kids. White people are being replaced in their countries by immigrants. That is the problem. So all solutions need to be focused on that problem. And then um, I have a philosophy that I call the. Um, philosophy of, in, of inaction. So if two solutions lead to the same outcome, the solution requiring the least degree of effort is the correct solution. So when it comes to, uh, you know, like, okay, so we have this immigration problem, we have this demographics problem, how do we solve that? Well, there's, there's multiple ways you can go about solving that. But taking women's rights away and just like, look, no, you're not, no more college, no more career, have your fucking kids. And the thing is, you don't need to force them out of the workforce. Just stop forcing companies to hire them. Exactly. That, that's the thing. These companies don't want to hire these women who demand maternity leave and they they, they show up late and they leave early because they got to pick up little Timmy from soccer practice. Employers know women are useless, but they're forced to hire them because they don't want to get sued. So you don't need to like pass a law banning women. Just level the playing field and stop I think discriminating against men. Is like the equal opportunity employer thing. Well, but it, that's, it's, it's a mislabel. That's not equal opportunity. Basically, if a woman is, even if a man and a woman are equally qualified, like for some fucking reason, they have the same schooling and the same years of experience. Um, there's, there's common sense things like a woman is probably going to get pregnant and leave the workforce and then t- take maternity leave. In fact, I've talked to people who there are women who get pregnant every year. They, they get a job. They get interviewed for the job when they're like three months pregnant and they're not showing yet. And then they get hired for the job. And then two months later, it's obvious they're pregnant. And the, the employer's like, fuck, I just hired you and you're going to be leaving in a couple months and i got to pay your dumb ass to not work. But you have to hold her job. Then she comes back and gets pregnant again, and the cycle just endlessly repeats. And the whole time, the employer is just holding the bag. Yeah. That's bullshit. And the thing is, when you allow women to do that, 
Um, you know, that you're like, oh, well, at least they're having kids. Yeah, but a lot of them are single moms. They're the worst form. You got to get rid of the welfare state, too. And I think that's the other problem is a lot of these guys in the alt-right, they support fascism because they're they're socialists and they favor welfare. They don't want a free market system because they, they hate, you know, corporations and capitalism and also they're, they're fucking retards. But they basically, they want the, the welfare to go to them and not the brown people. They they still want to sponge off, you know, taxpayers, but they want the mo- they want money for themselves. So it's complete self interest. There's no principled stance. But it's yeah, it's just dumb. I mean, seriously, just seriously, talk to a woman. Why aren't you married? Oh, I'm focusing on my career. There's your problem. They will right. tell you yep. why they're not having kids if you ask them. Believe them when they tell you. I'm focusing on my career. Okay, so how do we solve this problem of women focusing on their career not having kids? It's not hard. Like, the solutions right? are. The solutions are very obvious. Now, if you ask a woman, "Oh, you're focusing on your career. What would you? What if we started a war? Would that um, would that incentivize you to have kids?" She's probably gonna be like, "No. Why would a war incentivize me to have kids?" So, I mean, that should tell you everything you need to know. The, the solutions you're proposing don't solve the problem. Right. So, and yeah, and the white knighting is just insane. The whole like, white women did not elect Trump. Only forty-two percent voted for Trump. So if you think white women are woke, you're deluding yourself. They're not. They're not. AWOL. They're, yeah, they're not. Now, the, I, I, they're not as like, they'll vote for the right a lot more than, you know, black women or Hispanic. Even Asian women vote more for the left than white women. So I'll give you that. But get rid of all women voting. Like, Democrats wouldn't even get elected again. Like, Ann Coulter even said that. If, dem- if women didn't vote... I mean, the entire parties would shift to the right. Instead of all the parties shifting to the left every generation, you start seeing parties shift to the right because if the parties wanted to get elected, they would have to um, they would have to basically start caring about taxpayers who are men. Only the top 20% of taxpayers are actually net taxpayers. Do you, you, you want to guess the gender breakdown of that top 20%? Hold on, Celsius. One time we were running a train on this black chick. She turns to me and smiles just like your next... This was when the Planet of the Apes just came out. I said, I'm sorry I got to go. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you had, like, a lesbian experience, Celestina, but... um, Yeah, you know, I don't... I remember when I was in the Navy, there was this chick, like, because this is right after boot camp, and so when you're in boot camp, you, you can't really have a lot of sex because you have no privacy. So right after boot camp, there were these girls who basically they rented a hotel room, and they were just letting guys run the train on them. And everyone was like, oh, we're going to this hotel. And these, the, there were like three girls, and there were like 100 guys. I mean, you're talking 30 per. Just guys when I, just fucking when running I was 18, the train. When I was 18, I used to live down in Tacoma before Fort Lewis and McCord were together. And you'd hear about that shit all the time where the yeah. chick would go to the barracks, and the whole fucking platoon would just take a run at her. Now, yeah, can you imagine being the caboose at the end of that train? Oh god! Like, it, it, it would be like it'd be like fucking. Fuck. It would be like fucking well, and, a vanilla and, pudding cup. Yeah, and here's the thing: like, it wasn't that rare. That's the thing no. that was. That's the that's the takeaway that people should be paying attention to. It wasn't that rare. Yeah, it's just shit. I mean, it doesn't even. It's not even. You're, you're literally just fucking a vanilla pudding cup. Uh. You might as well just get a fucking uh, a snack pack, rip the lid <laughs> off, and fuck. Put your dick in well, it. 
and and singing the song Splish Splash, I was taken aback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna yeah, make you don't that want to be at the end of that caboose. Splooshy, creamy yep. sound. Splop, 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 splop. Splat, splat, splock. Yeah, don't forget the queefing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, um, how can we forget the queefing? How can we forget? Yeah, that should have to me in the Philippines. Good look it out there, Grizzly. <laughs> Lest we forget the, the uh, queefing. Right. But yeah, I but as far as like the as far as the thing the thing about the whole racism thing, like I like I said, at the end of the day, I don't really care. I just care about the entryism. I care about the collectivism. I care about the whole welfare state bullshit. Um, you know, because the welfare state feeds feminism, it feeds gynocentrism. And if these guys really wanted to solve the problem, they would walk away from the welfare state. They wouldn't be sitting right. here trying to force it on everybody. You know, and, it, and it's sad too because like they're all talking about like they're white women. And it was like, you know, the white nationalists, there's a, I don't know, it was almost a year ago now, I guess, maybe six months ago. There was this beautiful young blonde woman who was engaged to be married. And she got supposedly gang raped by three black guys in Texas. And she went into like, I don't know if it was a church or someplace. And she like goes in there. Her hair was messed up. She was like wearing just like her, her underwear. And I mean, she was physically roughed up. Like you could tell she was completely roughed up. And uh, holy shit, that guy's teleports. Yeah. And uh, they were like, holy shit. And like all the white nationalists rallied around and were like, um, they were like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to go ahead and, and you know, we're going to have a race war now because, you know, she's been, she was raped by a black guy. We need to protect her her white honor. Turned out she lied. <laughs> she's made it up. Shocker. It was like a total, Fucking yeah, bitch. it was total, total, yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we put the wreck on that guy. Fuck yeah. I love this. <laughs> I love the fucking flamethrowers and the microwave guns. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. This is fun as shit. Put the wreck on that guy. Holy shit. The Bukaki choke slam at full effect. Fuck. God, he got. Well, he got I unloaded. I unloaded two room. desert eagles into him. Like. <laughs> nice. I unloaded a fucking railgun round straight up his ass. That went. Yeah, actually, yeah, it looks like. Um, that Helsing was got easy. Yeah. Yeah, Helsing did do good. Helsing did so, yeah, so I mean, you know, my whole thing is, is it like. You know, it's the gynocentrism that's the issue. You know, and again, right. this goes back to my whole thing that, you know, anytime you have a relationship with somebody, that relationship, no matter who it is, is built on trust. And if you can't trust the relationship, then that's where your problem starts, you know. And obviously these women are lying and these women are doing their thing. And we need to we need to make sure that there's, you know, the, the accountability is where it needs to be. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. All right, so how do I get out of this uh, menu? You have to vote the next map. Go to map vote and then uh, vote nuke or nuked. Got it. Yeah. All right, I got. I selected nuke now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'll take us. It'll take us to the next map in one second. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I said, no total problem. potato here. Yeah, I just you know I mean we need to we need to have rights linked with responsibilities and and if women can't be responsible they shouldn't have rights and I agree TFM with your idea about net taxpayers where net taxpayers should be the ones who vote and if you're not a net taxpayer you shouldn't vote. Well, um, I, I need to I, make the distinction um, for congressmen because congressmen control the right. spending. So net taxpayers vote for congressmen, but veterans, those who sign up for the draft and maintain a ready reserve status, can vote for the president. But if you're not a net taxpayer, even if you're a veteran, you only vote for president. So the Congress controls the spending. The president wages war and enforces the law. 
So I think that's a good balance. So if you, for some reason, like if you're a disabled veteran, you still, you're not going to lose your right to vote for president, but you're going to lose your right to vote for Congress. And if you're a net taxpayer, but you're a conscientious objector, you can vote for congressman, but you can't vote for president. And, and then the Senate would be elected right. by the, um, the state or appointed by the state like it used to be. Well, right. that, that'd be the biggest thing right there is once they uh, took away the state's uh, right to select its senators and went to um, direct election of senators, that really fucked things up. Because the senators oh, yeah. were, in essence, were like the ambassadors <clears throat> from the states to the federal government. And that was a blow to states' rights. Right. So, yeah, but... Uh, it's not just about like people like, oh, you just want to take away the right to vote for women. But there's a lot of men who they they're not responsible either. And I'm like, I agree. Um, only net taxpayers can vote. But the effect, if, if you made it to where only net taxpayers voted for Congress and only those who were veterans who were eligible for the draft and maintained a ready reserve status could vote for president, how many women would vote? Not many at all. Not, like, no, like not too maybe, many at all. Like le- enough that we could like put them on a float and we could parade them around every 4th of July. Being like, so behold, be the, the women who actually pay their taxes and serve their country, let's give them a round of applause. And I don't mind giving them due credit. If women want to be net taxpayers and they want to serve their country, great. If they earn their right to vote, fantastic. So you let it not be said. Um, and then, you know, the men, the men who are, you know, want to be on welfare or whatever. Yeah, fuck them, too. So it's not even a, a sex thing. But you have to acknowledge that when if you're going to look at just, you know, if you're going to look at the breakdown, this is more of an issue with uh, women voting without any responsibility because the double standards like they, they don't they, they don't have to fight in war. They they sure as shit don't pay net taxes, and they use like seventy percent of government gov- like seventy percent of government spending is used on women. It's like most of the welfare programs and entitlement programs go directly to women, and they're like, oh, it's not single moms, it's it's a retirees, like overwhelmingly women. Like you you don't hear the words coming out of my mouth. Yep. So like they're not paying the bills, but they're they're reaping the benefits. They're not serving in the war and sacrificing, but they're reaping the benefits. That's the problem. Well, you know, the other thing that I get I get frustrated about is, you know, the left has been, you know, the left originally was going after MGTOW and going after anybody who disagreed with them. And now what I'm seeing is I'm seeing the alt-right trying to go after MGTOW and shame MGTOW back to the plantation. And it's right. like, really? Well, they, you know? well, here's the thing. Because well, MGTOW is apolitical. Right. And so people, they need foot soldiers for their little political bullshit. And any for every MGTOW, that's one less, you know, person for them to use in their little political war. Right. So they, so they need, they, you know, for everyone who's like, who decides to go MGTOW and maintains a, an apolitical stance, that's one less person for their little bullshit. That's one less person to right. march in their rallies. That's one less person to buy tickets for their seminar. Like, you know, for that Kilroy clusterfuck dumpster fire where yeah. <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, so th- that's that's the thing. Because MGTOW don't have... I know, like, uh, there was that whole, like, MGTOW meetup in fucking Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah I whatever. wasn't... A, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, was like, I wasn't... Yeah, no. No. 
To me, that kind of sounded like bait. I was like, what? No. Yeah. Well, though, here's here's the thing. And this is, I've I've talked about this before. Um, I don't ever want to meet any of you guys. Not because I I don't like you guys and I I don't trust you guys. The problem is once you dox yourself, it's like losing your virginity. And and, and I've had, I've done it where like, oh, do you remember uh, Nico Chosky? Yeah. He was a channel. He was like a doctor. He was really cool. So uh, me and Nico Chosky and Dark Knight were like the three amigos. And we would talk offline. And, um, I mean, Nico's gone, so this really this story doesn't matter anymore. But he just kind of like told me he was Greek. And I don't remember him telling me this was like information that he really wanted me, you know, didn't care. Like it, it, he didn't tell me his name. He didn't tell me where he lived or anything. But he told me he was Greek. And I just let it slip in a conversation with I Am Serious on his channel that, oh, Nico Chowski was Greek. And then he messaged me like, dude, that was like, you weren't supposed to tell anyone I was Greek. So, but my point is, is once you reveal yourself to someone, they may not even, you know, with any sort of malice or ill intent, reveal that. It may, it may just come out. Uh, like, a no, like no bullshit doxed himself. It's actually a funny Shit. story. So I, here, this is a funny story how no bullshit doxed himself. So he went to VidCon, and he fell asleep in a chair. And someone, and they, 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 they were recording people sleeping at VidCon. And so all these people were just like videotaping him. Somebody tagged him on that video. And then, then he basically confirmed it was him. And then he blamed the people taking pictures. They didn't even know who he was. They were just taking pictures of people sleeping at VidCon. But Why then he could do something that's but then he Right. But th- that's a problem. Like, if he didn't go to VidCon, he never would have been put in that situation. Because, right. Right. And so, even if I like you, first of all, we may not be friends later. That's, in, that's, a, that's a potential issue. And then, even if we are friends, even if there's no issues. What could happen is you could inadvertently reveal something about me, or uh, you know, just you know, something could just come out. So without any, we're still friends, and it could just be completely friendly and a friendly mistake. But again, once you give up that information to anyone, you, it's now out of your hands. That's you it. no longer yeah. have a way to control it. So and that's why. And the thing is, people need to think before they, you know, do something like that. Like over social well, media or wherever, you know. Well, you know what? It was also like, you know, it's funny you mentioned doxing. You know, doxing is pretty fucked up. I just I posted an article on Twitter today. This guy got killed because somebody fucking doxed and swatted him. Right. You know. Oh Tommy yeah, Sotomayor, I heard about that. That happened. Tommy Sotomayor. Tommy Sotomayor has got a guy that's like a straight out fucking hater who sends people to his house all the time. Sends the cops there. Sends CPS. Makes shit up just randomly because of the whole doxing. So, you know, like doxing is like the online version of rape. Like it's a really serious issue. But then on same, on the same token, though, you have other people that are doxing people. But then they're acting as though they're the ones being doxed or that they're the ones like, you know, um, like like they're the ones who are the victims. And it's like, no, you're a fucking idiot, you know. Like like Coach Redpill, for example. Coach Redpill doxed himself like four times and yeah. then started blaming other people for doxing him. It's like, dude, you know, really? Well, here's the problem. Okay, so let me give you a quick primer on how to not get doxed. Uh, you have to – don't use the same email for multiple accounts if any of those accounts have your real information. So one of the main reasons how people get doxed is they use the same email for their YouTube or their Twitter as they do for their like LinkedIn 
So their LinkedIn has their real name, their employer. So all people do is they search by their, their email and they find out like, oh, this person has the same email. Obviously, they're the same person. So that's well. The, the problem with Coach Red Pill is that he was like all a part of that dipshit lives matter thing, in the fact that like he he put his personal address on his Patreon, and then on top of that, he was interviewed by Max Kaiser for the Kaiser Report on Russia Today on international TV, published that thing to his alternate YouTube channel. I mean, like, okay. well, no, I'm yeah, saying that I mean, that's the most dipshit. Yeah, no, but I'm saying even totally if you're, even if you're trying, obviously, if you use your real name on your Patreon and post your address on your Patreon, you have doxed yourself. But I'm saying right. even people who are trying not to dox themselves often inadvertently dox themselves by using the same email for multiple accounts. So right. that's now most like most doxing is done through public information. So nobody's hacking you. Nobody's doing. Basically, they're just searching the internet. For these breadcrumbs, you yourself have left behind. So right. the other thing is, yeah, and it, now the other problem has is a lot of times people will, when they first start out, they'll show their face, mm -hmm. and then later on they'll be like, "Oh, this was a bad idea. Let me take down those videos, and then I'll stop showing my face." Well, if you, the internet never forgets. Yep. So if you showed your face in some video a couple years ago, someone probably saw that video, and then once you once you blow up they'll you know they'll have that video saved and stuff like that so it's yeah it's it's you know i don't know what to tell you you could basically just take everything down and start from scratch and then just deny everything when someone's like oh you sound just like this guy like oh that's weird yeah i do kind of sound like him what are the odds oh what a quinky dink that's crazy how Which interesting you you know it's but still it's it's pretty stupid how these people, you know, they dox themselves and like, oh, well, that wasn't a good idea. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe, nah, maybe if I go under for a few months or whatever, everyone yeah. will forget it. But no, no. Well, no. Here's the thing. Well, but even if they, even if they, who whoever they is, forget it, um, it only takes a quick, um, you know, trip to the Wayback Machine to look up your yep. old media, and then they can look you up. It, it's as easy as going to Google. And there's plenty of there's plenty of websites that you know like people who are like credit bill collectors or you know like these people who they change their phone number because they're trying to dodge creditors. There are services for people like that to to find people who change their phone number and change their social media because they're trying to get out of a credit card bill. And those services are available to anyone, and they're perfectly legal. So you just you know if you've left any information out there um there are resources where you could like request to have your information removed you know because you're you know worried about that information going public but you need to be proactive the problem is people just they think because they you know erased a video that they're done like oh i erased this video i guess that problem averted no, it, no, it's not. You have to you have to request that your information get removed from all these different websites. But if you're lazy and you don't do any of that, and someone quote unquote doxes you because your information is out there and you didn't you did not you were not proactive in removing it, that's kind of your fault. I mean, I hate to be victim blaming, but you need to take your shit seriously. Right. So, well, it's all about personal accountability. Right. Yeah. No. It's, no. It's still. It's still shitty. No, shit. it, it, it's still yeah. shitty to take for someone who is obviously trying to maintain their anonymity to release their personal information from like a video they did years or months ago. It's still a shitty thing to do. Right. But right. It's, but still. But I mean, you know. But they. 
they're partially just like the like women who get drunk and you know walk around the street in bikinis and then they get like assaulted and raped they're partially responsible for their own issues if you don't aren't proactive about removing your personal information from the internet you're partially to blame for your own doxing now now just like the woman who gets drunk and, and dressed like a slut and gets raped it doesn't mean you're not a victim of rape but it means you kind of were asking for it because you were not protecting yourself so yeah that's all I have to say really yeah but that's why I don't I do that's why I don't point. and that's why I don't go to, <laughs> to bring it all back that's why I don't go to any like MGTOW meetups or anything like that and I, do, I recommend no one else does it either unless you're already doxxed like if you've already shown your face and used your real name you know fuck you basically you already have AIDS so you might as well just fucking rip the condom off and go for it so because you're right. fucked either you're join, fucked already join join the AIDS dating site right exactly. I mean yep. it's too late yeah I've had some MGTOW like hey dude I want to take you out for lunch and I'm like nah I appreciate the offer but I'm just content to stay in the shadows baby, Hold on. my tits hurt I think I'm pregnant what will we name our first baby how about TPE flinging monkey um okay I don't think you're pregnant Celestina but um that would be I'll, a first. I'll get you. I'll get you checked out. I actually, you know what I've thought. I saw like you know, like those little for real friends. Those little like toy animatronic toys for kids. I thought about getting like um, a robot monkey and saying that was me and Celestina's baby. Oh, that would have been Cause, hilarious. Because it's it's half monkey been... and half robot. Yeah, I like it. Oh, that that would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like the melee on this on this game. The melee is fun. I might be able to play a berserker next time I play it. Well, what if you look at my weapon? It's a sledgehammer with shotgun ammo on it. So when That's you fantastic. when you right click, the the shotgun shells go off. That's like something like, oh, out of Doom. Does stupid like, damage. That's, awesome. That's fantastic. Nothing I'm, says love like a sledgehammer with a shotgun around. Yeah, it's, it's like a, sled, a, a sledgehammer it's like that a shark stick. Yeah, it's a sledgehammer that discharges twelve gauge rounds in your face when you hit someone with it. Fuck yeah. Right. That is the Bukaki choke slam right there. I like the flamethrower myself. Brutal. Yeah. You got something big in here. I got it. Alright, get Flash it. Power. Beautiful. Anyway. And this thing with the chainsaw, I forgot what they called it. Is that the buzzsaw thrower thing? Uh, it's this. Oh, you're one talking enemy. about the, Oh, yeah, I got him. My my shotgun sledgehammer. It's got like a level moose head on. Well, I'm yeah. like a level 18 berserker, so I fucking yeah, destroy fucking everything. <laughs> I just noticed that this place that we're in right now, it's the Embassy of Texas. Doesn't surprise me. Fucking SJWs. Embassy of the Nation of Texas. It is. There you go. Huh. Interesting. I'm sure there's like some nice meta lore in there somewhere. Anyway, what do you guys want to talk about? Other what? Because it's getting too quiet around here. There you go. Well, how was your week? Talk about your week. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've been sick, like, on and off for, like, How three weeks. You? I got, like, I thought it was just a flu. It's, like, serious. I don't know, like, if you really want me to talk about it. Someone told me not to talk about it because it, it, it has doxing potential. Yeah, it does. So yeah. I'm just going to... go too much detail. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't go too much detail. But, yeah, it's it wasn't, it. Ju- it wasn't just a flu. It was nothing sexual. I don't have an STD or anything. But it was a pretty serious virus. So I'm still... I'm, I'm over the hump... Um, it's more of a lack of energy at this point. So I'm just kind of taking it easy, but I'm, I'm getting, every day is, is better. So I'm thinking in another couple days, I'll be at a hundred percent again. That's good. Right on. Yeah. It's been an interesting day or interesting week for me as well. Um, without going into too much detail. Um, I actually broke 8,000 subscribers in under 60 days. Nice. With my uh, YouTube channel, so I'm pretty happy about that. So thank you for everybody who subscribed and supported my channel. I appreciate it. Fucking and I awesome. take back half of what I said about you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's that's epic. I mean, it took me a while to get those kind of numbers. I was okay. really surprised by it. There you go. We see you focus yeah. on your quality up front. Like there was a guy. I'm not going to name names, but he. Um, he sent me a message saying, oh, I, I made a video asked to, with a question for you. Could you watch this video? So I thought it was going to be like a one-minute video. It was like a six-minute video. And I was like – and then the, the video quality was dog shit. The audio quality was dog shit. He just recorded it on his phone. And it's oh, like – I'm not going to name names because I'm not going to cast shade. I'm just saying right, you know, right. there's, a, there's a reason why you don't have subscribers because you record on your phone and your, your shit sucks. If you don't have like thing is if you if you watch my early videos, um, I act, I recorded on my phone, but I recorded the audio on my phone, and then I use Microsoft Movie Maker to make like high quality kind of slideshows. Because even at the beginning, and all that shit was free, I didn't spend any money until I didn't I didn't spend money because this is like a business tr- uh, tip. Don't spend money until you're making money. So for the first like six months of my channel. Um, I didn't spend anything. I recorded using my cell phone. I used Microsoft Movie Maker. And it was only like after my channel started making money that I, I bought my Blue Yeti. And, and you know, obviously now I have like a whole like setup. But, you know, you built up to that. But you have to, you know, even when you're not spending money, even when you're going the free route, you need to take pride in your work. Learn how to fucking edit. Learn how to, you know, balance your audio. Audacity is free. I still use Audacity. It's free. There's no excuse for having shit audio when the program is fucking free. Just take some pride in your work. It's not hard cuz there're people who have they have an important message, they have a they're, they're you know, they're good, they got quality things to share, but nobody's going to listen to you if your audio sounds like shit and you're recording on your cell phone at like 300p. At least he was holding his phone horizontally, though. That's at least an improvement. That's good. Yeah, I was like, like I said, I was pretty impressed by it. I mean, the thing is, is like, what what I'm excited about is that I didn't know shit about making videos when I first started, but I spent, I spent hours. I mean, I'm fortunate. I'm in a position where I can, but I spent hours learning how to do it and studying and watching videos and picking people's brains. And you know, there's a lot of people that helped me out with my videos that, that really in, in my Twitch stream that really made a difference. Um, you know, and, and definitely shout out to Grizzly for the help that he's provided and shout out to Lone Wolf for his help as well as UTFM. Because I tell you, yeah, yeah, you know, you guys, you guys made a huge difference. And so I appreciate it. 
you know? Yeah, and I've made videos about how to, you know, basics of content creation. My goal with those videos was to try to help. Um, uh, DDJ, hit Q, you're about to die. Okay. Yep. Heal, heal, heal. Got Actually, it. I've got a gun that'll heal you. I can okay. you, if, you, if, you, stay if you hit If you hit Q, you can heal yourself. Anyway, um, you know, I, I want other people in the, in the community to improve their quality because, you know, having good quality is really important if you actually want people to listen to what you're saying. And it shouldn't be that way. If you have an important message to share, the presentation shouldn't matter. But I use this example, and I've used this example in the past. I want you to imagine you go into a, a doctor's office, and you have to choose you have to choose your doctor. You know, like you have two doctors, like, okay, who do you want us to perform surgery? One of the doctors is wearing scrubs with cartoon characters on them, and looks like he hasn't um, taken a shower in a couple days. And the other one is wearing a suit with a clean white lab coat. Which doctor are you going to, knowing nothing else about the doctors, who are you going to ask to do your surgery? The doctor in the suit and the clean lab coat or cartoon scrubs? Right. Yeah. It's, that's just, a good point. You know, people, people judge based on appearances. So if you, have something, if you have a message worth sharing, present that message in an appealing way so people will listen to it. Exactly. Yeah, well, it, it definitely if it's off. just half ass. I mean, it's people are going to get bored and just not pay right. attention. Well, if you yeah, don't do I mean, any, it's... if you don't do any editing, it's going to sound like shit. It's going to be boring. You're going to take, you're going to take a two minute video and stretch it out to like ten minutes, and people aren't going to stick around. They're certainly not going to subscribe and like look forward to your next video. In fact, I would recommend. Now, I don't do this anymore, but when I first started out, I scripted my videos. Until you really know your shit, I highly recommend scripting your videos. That way you cut things down. That helped me. Yeah, take some time. Uh, it takes a lot of practice and knowledge and uh, honestly just not just being comfortable with the, with the material to just be able to just open your mouth and entertain people. So Unless just, you're female. Yeah, yeah they think yeah, you just wiggle your tits. <laughs> Well, but the thing is, people don't... As, as long as they don't have gag reflex. But let me ask you a question, yeah, though. Yeah. How many of these big female YouTubers would be big if they didn't show their face? And here's the thing. Right. They're actually... I can think of one. Um, Stacey King. Shout out to Stacey King. Uh, she doesn't yeah. show her face. She has, like, no subscribers. She, yeah. like, she, she was bragging on Twitter that one of her videos had 1,000 views. Like, it's I kind saw of, that. Yeah, she's, like, really proud of it. Now, if she was, and her st- videos aren't that bad or anything like that. There's nothing no, wrong with her videos. No, they're not. They're not bad. Thing. But she doesn't. She does. She doesn't show her face. She doesn't shake her tits. That's that's what people tune in for. That's why these uh, these YouTubers that like you know get like thousands of dollars in donations. It's because they they smile for the camera and they shake their tits and they get these thirsty beta cucks dicks hard. And they, they wear tight those- blouses and shit like that. And this right. are they show cleavage. Right. Like the exactly. Gamer, like the gamer whores. Right. The cosplayers. Yeah, the gamer whores. Yeah. Yep. Those guys, those chicks are fucking just ugh. cancer. Well, it, it's thought, a business. It, thought it's lives a, matter, man. It's a business. Weaponized it's a bi- cancer. Now, here's the thing. This, these hot girls who go to like, I mean, um, there's a guy I subscribe to called The Quartering. Um, he's like a Magic the Gathering guy. He caught a bunch of shit. There was a cosplayer who I doubt even plays Magic the Gathering. But she dresses like a character from Magic the Gathering to get guys to donate money, money to her. Now, that's all this is. Basically, these women, they find out where the men are. They go where the men are. And yep, they'll the join. Is. 
because where there's men, there's money. So what they do is like this. This bitch is she just chose Magic the Gathering because she knew it was like a nerdy thing that uh, is appealing to a lot of men. She Sorry. went there. She dressed up like a slutty whatever she dressed up as, and guys were throwing money at her, and it right. worked. That's all this is. That's all it's always about. And the thing right. is, they don't have to play the game. They don't even have to know what they're dressing up as. Like, these, these right. girls will dress up as anything to get men to pay attention to them and give them money. And here's the funny, uh, like, because we do the waifu workshop with Celestina. You know, I dress up Celestina as video game characters and anime characters and shit like that. <clears throat> she's, she's about to hit 400 followers on Instagram. Holy she's, shit. She's a sex doll. Right. Dad, think about that. that. Four, four hundred <laughs> four hundred followers on Instagram and she is literally nothing but a sex object. No offense, babe. You know I love you. But you are a sex object. <laughs> we we both is. know it's true. Let's not let's right. not pretend to be something we're not. Right. Yeah, but exactly. you know she's a sex object. She doesn't make any errors about it. She yeah, she's right. she's very honest about it, and she's not a thought because she doesn't breathe. Just what, that's what the Lord Jesus exactly, said. right, right. The Lord Jesus Christ once said, "Yeah, I'm I'm full on ammo. I topped off." <laughs> All right, we're waiting. Here it comes. I, for, I forgot the button to give you my money because I have like two thousand oh, dollars. Oh, this guy, this fucker. I fuck. We fucking hate this guy, right, DJ? We do. We do. We need to fake and take him down quick. Yeah. With his Santa getup, he kind of looks like Santa Claus Deadpool. Like a yeah, or he's. He's like a gay German guy. Think of him as a one of those fucking Nazi doctors. Crazy Nazi doctors. Yeah. I'm going to give him the sledgehammer treatment. Where'd he go? There he is. Yeah, I just ran up and shotgunned the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. He's got ads. Here oh, he comes. Oh, shit, no. You got bukkakeed. Oh, fuck. Ow, that fucking... You say that. You liked it. it sucks when he's aggroed on Oh, he's going down, though. Look at him. Oh, shit, I'm out of ammo. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta refill my... Well, no, I'm, I'm fine. I, I actually regenerate when I do damage. So I'll fucking... I'll pull aggro. I don't give a shit. Right. I need to work on my resort. Yeah, Berserker. Got ads. Berserker's cheating, honestly. Nice. Kill the Shit. ads. I'm moving out of the way. Reloading. Where'd he go? I don't know. Kill the ads. He's on me. Okay, I'm killing. I'm chasing him now. Well, I'm killing the the elf zombies. Got, got grizzly. Oh. Yeah, sorry for the suckage. Well. You know, you tried your best. That's all baby Jesus asks. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a potato, so I'm good with it. Don't worry about it. Potato lives matter. He's almost dead. Health is in the yep. red. Healing. He? Oh, there he is. Maybe a little shit. Can't see anything. There's like a smoke bomb. Oh, shit, he got me. Yep, I see that. There he Fuck. is. I'm coming. Oh, shit. Got him, TFM. I only got two coming more to shot. 
Well, I got two more shotgun. Oh, he's coming after DDJ. Oh, man. Can't... He bukkakied me in the face, fucker. Yep. Yeah, and a ray train ran on me by some zombies. There, fuck you. Whoa. How about that? Fucking in the asshole. face. Right. We did it. <laughs> we saved the day. I gotta admit, this is a fun game. This is it is a fun game. Fun. It's a very fun game, because I like fucking burning shit. I like yeah, how fucking DJ just went up straight well, up. Yeah, fire, Firebug is like my <laughs> second favorite class behind Berserker. I'm really liking this support class. Uh, something about the shotguns is just a lot of fun. Yep. Shotguns are fun. Shotguns are fun. Have you tried Demolitionist? Uh, Demolitionist is also fun. Just I tried Gunslinger and I ran out of ammo too quick and I was like, yeah, I need to do something different. So I yeah, tried Support. Yeah, Gunslinger, you have to be able to hit. This one should be fun. Uh, vote uh, Krampus Lair. Got it. <clears throat> All right. All right. Oh, you Krampus know what? Lair. Hold on. Let's let's let me ans- answer some questions. <laughs> All right. So, um, Pen Zero Monster asks, "Do you think feminists will try to ban Monster Girl type sex dolls like centaurs, mermaids, or lamias? Also, under your voting system, would you be allowed to vote for president if you were a a pogue? A pogue? A, a pogu? Pogu? Oh, I think uh, I think it's a racial term for blacks. I don't know something like that. Yeah. If okay. If, yeah. Um, I'll know, answer. I I'll, was the person other than Grant in the military. I don't know. Okay. So if you if you are a net taxpayer, you get to vote for Congress. If you're a veteran, or you sign up for the draft, or you maintain a ready reserve, you can vote for president. Period. I don't give a shit about your race. I don't give a shit about your IQ. It's about responsibility. And if you have dem- demonstrated responsibility, you have earned the right to vote. As opposed to monster girls. Honestly, I think there's less of a chance of women banning Monster Girl type stuff because the whole point is they want they want they they see sex dolls and robots as competition. So the less realistic they are, the more stylized they are. I think that actually is to their benefit. Mm. So I actually think the opposite. I think uh, one of the ways uh, we already got a sharpshooter. Should I be? Well, I think plenty. I think the other the reason that they'll be supportive of of the little monster girl thing is because there's a lot of fucking ugly feminists out there. Holy shit! They oh, relate yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, they can really exactly. They relate to being demonic pig cunts. Oh, right, yeah. right. I I weigh two hundred and forty pounds. I could be a centaur. Uh huh. I'm beautiful. Well, you right. know they have. No, um, you're not. not the way you want to be. There's a right. reason why these fur like because here's the thing. There's different le- like kinds of furries. If a chick wants to wear cat ears and draw whiskers on her cheeks, as long as she's still hot, fine, no problem. If she wants to wear a college mascot outfit where like you can't see any part of her body, she looks like cool cat saves the kids. That <laughs> is not no negative. But her get mask right. okay. Right. All right, so I'm just saying, look, if she if she's like over 140 pounds and she's like you know, not six feet tall, there's a problem. Okay, next question. Hey TFM, speaking of women finding and going where the men are, I've seen comments if transgender men can be MGTOW. Your thoughts? Yes, uh, male to female transgender, I have no problem with them being MGTOW. In fact, gay men MGTOW. As long as you were born with a penis. You're, you know, as far as society is concerned, you're still a man. 
and actually, in fact, this is this may seem like a weird example of this, but if you ever watch Jerry Springer, um, you will see men fighting, you will see women hitting men, you will see men hitting cross-dressers and trans women, but you will never see men hitting women on a Jerry Springer show. That's one of the reasons why you know it's fake. But um, they don't care. Like the fact that you're trans or even a transsexual, like you actually got the surgeries. You're still a man as far as society is concerned. In fact, another way this is true, if you were born a man, you're still, you still have to register for the draft. Even if you got the surgeries and everything and you have a, a pocket, a hot pocket for a, a, a penis, you still are considered a man. You still have to register for the draft. Nobody cares what you identify as. So yep. be, being the gay... doesn't give a fuck what you They don't give a fuck. Are. So being gay, being trans, you still suffer under gynocentrism. So really, welcome to the welcome to the brotherhood. Even if you identify as a woman, you're still you know, I don't know. There's a man there somewhere, and he is my brother. Why isn't not letting us? Because we're waiting for turd flinging monkey and major blood. Yeah. Well, I just unreadied. Okay, well let's go next next question. Uh, do. Um, do you think feminists will try to... Oh, I already answered that one. What do you do... Okay, what do you do when you meet a beautiful woman that's into you and you start to feel like you want to go back to the plantation? I just bust a hot nut in Celestina's ass. <laughs> and any, any, any worries about women and their problems go right out the window. So you know what? that's what you just do. Just rub one out. I actually, I actually can address that if, if, if okay, you guys go, are down for it. Go ahead. You know, you find you find a woman that you're really into. Spend some time with her and ask ask yourself, why are you into her? Because nine times out of ten, the reason that you're into her is because you're physically attracted to her. It has nothing to do with her personality. In fact, you'll find out that her personality is fucking annoying if you spend time with her outside the bedroom, and. It's not going to be a problem. I mean, women are going to be chameleons. But, you know, the way you can tell whether or not they're a chameleon is if they won't tell you what their interests are before they find out your interests. Yes. I actually – I demonstrated this. I, I did a, a, a podcast. It's an older podcast uh, with a cam girl named um, Baby Zelda. But she, okay. she, called, she called herself Misa in the podcast. I was playing a Transformers game. If you just search my channel for Misa or Baby Zelda, you'll find the podcast. It's, it's so it's great because it was completely unscripted. Basically, she wanted to hang out. I wanted to stream it. And she, she did exactly what you're talking about. The entire stream, she was probing me for information. And no matter what I said I was into, she would instantly be into it too. It right. Was, she was just so if, absolutely if no chameleoning. Yeah, if, if, if they have no interest at all, you have to understand that, that no matter what you want to be true, no matter how much you want to be into her, it, it's not true. <laughs> it's not right. true. It's She's being a chameleon. She's she's AWOL, and there is no reason for anybody to do anything else. There's two guys getting their ass kicked at the spawn. Two guys? Yeah, because they're not even fucking moving. Okay, well, I'm going to let them die. Fuck them. Yeah, they just let them die. Eat your blood. They got their heads up their ass? Yeah. Yeah. What we'll do? You know, we're we'll jerking each other off. There, we'll run. Everybody, run over to them, and we'll stand there for a second, and then run off and don't shoot anybody, and then watch them attack, get attacked, and then watch them die. Well, but they'll get regenerated. We'll everybody. They'll, they'll get regenerated between waves, so it doesn't really accomplish anything. Yeah. Uh, so it's They're not even worth. 
Not just let them go their own way. You know what? Getting no. back to that question about seeing a really hot woman, you know what you do? It's straight out of uh, something about Mary is you just rub one out and it'll clear your head right up. Right, but the thing is, is that they've proven, they've done studies where um, the the pleasure you feel from masturbating is only 25% of the pleasure you feel when you have sex. So, yeah, rubbing one out is fine, but you fuck a doll, you actually get the, the full pleasure load instead of 25% right. of the you're pleasure You're not going to get that. You're not gonna get that full dopamine intake. You yeah. Know? yeah. All yeah. All I'm saying. Yeah. All I'm saying is this: is that if the chick is super hot, right, and you're and you're interested in going to the plantation, are you gonna fuck a super hot chick that's gonna fuck everybody else behind your back? Because I'll tell you what: at the end of the day, every woman is a slut if you catch her on the right day. Exactly. And I yep. know this. I that's know this right. intimately. I know yeah. it intimately. So if you guys, you know, if you're concerned about it, you know, okay, you ride the bang bus. Here. Ride the bang bus unless you live in the state of California and get the fuck out. You know, right. take the test drive and move on. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to ride the bang or, bus in SoCal. What it's a no. Terrence? I like Terrence Pop saying it's like you know, uh, park stop it, neutral slam it, run it through all the gears yep. and leave it on the lot where you found it. Right. Absolutely. You know, because I'll tell you what: if you don't give it a chance to fucking divorce rape you, that's okay. Yeah, you know, and you know, speaking of like Celestina, if I, because if Celestina were a real woman, she'd be a fucking ten out of ten, and basically, I wouldn't be able to trust her. I would have to like, I would not be able to sleep. I'd be like, fuck this. She's chick's like too hot. She's gonna cheat on me because everyone's gonna be trying to fuck her behind my back. Right. So it was just I'm. I'd actually prefer her not to be real, honestly, because it'd be, uh, it'd be well, too much stress. That would just cause too much stress and anxiety. Even if we had an otherwise perfect relationship, just knowing that all these guys are going to be well, trying to fuck her every time I turn around. Average back. guys, average, I mean, average women are getting all kinds of thirsty fucking attention. It's really ridiculous, you know? Right. Because guys don't even understand their value. You got these guys that are like, you know, they have a higher sexual market value than these women, and they're fucking moose, and they're fucking these goblins. And then, you know, really, that's the issue. Right. Well, they're just looking for a pump and dump. Like they'll date, like a guy, a guy who's a, a legit ten out of ten guy, will still fuck a five. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. So a guy who's a All five long. will fuck a one. He'll 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 do it. He doesn't give a shit. He's not looking for anything serious. He's just looking to get laid. So, but all these right. ones, they get all this attention from fives. They think they're sixes. <clears throat> right. So yeah. Oh well, the thirst is real. Yeah, well, these, a lot of these guys have also had their self-esteem driven into the ground just going to school and being told they're predators and worthless pieces of shit their entire life. Yep, exactly. And that, see, that's right. the sad thing. That society is basically formatted that way. Right, we have to um, fucking shun ourselves. Yep. Okay, so someone asked... Questions? Yeah, we have a couple... Some of, that one's a repeat asking about tra can transgender men be MGTOW? Yes. Uh, what do you... Okay, so that we are, we just answered that. What do you think a broke full-time college student with a part-time job should do to increase their earnings? Okay, yeah, so job. right. Well, no, I mean I've talked about. <laughs> well, yeah. So what you want to do? You're for, you're a full-time student. Let me let me tell you how this works. If you do your classes mostly online and in the evening, I was not. I wasn't just a full-time student. I was a double full-time student. I did. Basically, I was a full-time student times two. 
but I did most of my classes online except for one class like some classes you have to do in person so you do those like in the evening now why the evening so that you can have a job now preferably you want a job in the industry you, you want out to work in once you graduate but it's that simple do your classes online I was able to do um, like eight credits a semester and still have a full-time job it's not hard I mean if, if you're not dating or any shit like that it's not that hard now if you're if you're living the u university lifestyle you're doing it wrong because you're overpaying get out of that university go to a cheaper state college that has or JC no well, yeah either one because the thing here's the thing uh, the like you know like if you go to UCLA they don't have a very good online program, and they're really expensive. But if you go to um, California State, they have a much better online program, and they're cheaper. So it, winner, winner, chicken dinner. And it's not like fucking you know, University of Phoenix or DeVry or some bullshit diploma mill. California State is a legit college. It's accredited and everything. It's just cheaper, and they, they actually cater to working, working people by offering evening classes and online online classes. And that degree you get is going to be exactly the same as the degree you get from UCLA, except you paid a lot less for it and you're able to work full time. So if you do if you go to a, like a a major university that doesn't have a good online program, you need to get get a different university. Just you're, you're overpaying. And you're not you know you want to again online, probably 80% of your classes should be online, 20% you know, in the evening, that should leave plenty of time for you to work. That and that is my advice. That's what I did. Don't don't be a couch potato. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, be productive. Yeah, now, get off your ass and go do something. And Especially now, before if you're young, right now, before ass. before I plenty of fucking energy. But, and before I and shit. before I started my YouTube channel, I had two jobs. I had a full time job and a part time job. I, I've since quit the full time job because of the success of my channel, but I um. I mean, it's really not that hard. So you just, yeah. you know, but if, if you're MGTOW, if you're not spending all your time trying to get laid, you have so much time. You have so, so much, so time. much, so much time. It's so easy. Yeah. You There's know, no I, when I was, when I was married, I maintained 70 hours a week. I had a 40 hour a week job. And then I had a 30 hour a week job, which is my, my paralegal stuff. And right. it's possible. I mean, it's hard, but it's possible. So yeah, I, I had a uh, I had a forty hour full time job, and I had like a twenty. It, it kind of varies. It's like between twenty and twenty five hours a week part time job, and I still played video games. I still, right. you know, I did all the normal stuff, but I just like basically I just get bored. In moderation. Yeah, I just get. Yeah. I get. I, I if I only worked forty hours, I would get so bored. Yep. I, so, I, I yeah. me at my job, I fucking it's very demanding. So I work about maybe eighty to ninety hours a week. Yeah, it's yeah. not, and that's pretty feel... impressive to be a prostitute. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, shit. Be a prostitute, <laughs> shit. Do you get sore back? Do you get a sore back a lot? How much blistex <laughs> do you use in a given hour? week? Those your lips must be like really dry from all that sucking. I mean, do you get a sore throat? <laughs> no, You're welcome, Helsing. Yeah, just, just fucking with you. I mean, God's got to be hell on your sphincter, too. <laughs> I'm a sick well, fuck, so be you warm. You absolutely are. It's awesome. <laughs> Whatever you prefer, man. And I have no filter. No shit. No <laughs> oh, that's funny. You could have fooled me. 
I'm very subtle like that. It's all you know. That's the secret of comedy. You want it, you want it to be subtle, right? Like these explosive grenades I'm shooting at people. Very, oh, it's very subtle. Very subtle. Oh. So it's like a tickle, really. When right. Their body, when their body parts fly in all directions. Oh, yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's like I love this shotgun. Nothing says love like a shotgun in the face. Nothing says I love you like a twelve gauge. That's it. You know, <laughs> when you only want to send the very best. It's kind of like when you honk your horn at someone. Like the state, you can only make one statement with a horn. Screw you. That's like right. you can't. There's no subtlety. Wait a minute! I thought the horn was like making a statement to get off the fucking sidewalk. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, I'm driving here. Right. Well, hold on. Wait a minute, Grizzly. I thought you weren't a woman driver. No, I didn't say anything about being a woman driver. I'm just a you know crazy driver. I'm not. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, more, I'm an offensive driver. I could see you being offensive in just about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know, I've worked really hard at it too. So thank you for the compliment. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely nothing but love. All right, let's hold on. Let's check some more comments. All right. Um, what do you think? Oh, we just answered that one. The first video you ever made that red pilled me was "Be a Man, Sacrifice Yourself" video. The reason for this is because growing up, I was raised by tradcon Christians, and I was watching the original Brad Wilcox video. You were responding to "Do Yo," so you ran out of space. Um, when before you asked the question, because it, it ended with do yo. So, um, yes. In fact, you know what's crazy? That um, PragerU response video is one of my most viewed videos. I think that has a lot to do with. I don't know why PragerU did this. I, oh, hold on. So I'll see if I've got something to say. What do you think about the 70% tax break for single moms in Trump's new tax plan? <clears throat> well, yeah, it's bullshit, obviously. Um, Celsius is asking about the tax break for women. I, I I told people Trump was a feminist, but you know it's not his fault. <coughs> if you want to get if you want to get well, elected, his wife is a feminist. Yeah, his well, his his wife's a feminist. His daughter's a feminist. Yeah, daughter's a feminist. But if you want to get I mean, elected in this country, you have to kiss the ring of feminism. So anybody thinking yep. Trump was going to be the fucking god emperor was just deluding themselves. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's someone's got to pay for all this free health care. Yeah. And it's unfortunately, it's us who's paying for all the fucking health care and welfare. Well, always. I mean, who else is going to pay for it? Women? If women actually pay no. taxes, they wouldn't. Be... Here's the thing. You can always tell who pays the taxes because they're the people not demanding free shit because they're the ones paying for it. Yeah. So who's demanding all the free shit? Women. So who's yeah. who's paying for it? There's only two biological sexes. So if women are the ones demanding free shit, it must be the men paying for it. It's a simple process of elimination. Ah, oh, see, I was going to ask, okay, what's the last question is, oh, hold on, Salsina's got something to say. Love you, TFM and DDJ, and fuck you, Jordan. Sure, what? I don't get the reference. Who's Jordan? Jordan Peterson? Oh, Jordan Peterson? Yeah, fuck that dude. I don't get what people, people kiss his ass, like he's fucking, like, like, oh, he, he told a trans person he wasn't going to use their pronouns, he's saving Western civilization. Who fucking cares? He's a trad cuck. Right, but he's he's not saying anything like special or unique. Like oh, you know no. what? That reminds me. 
You know what? I, I, I was watching a Stefan Molyneux video today. Stefan Molyneux slowly getting red-pilled. He did a video about Good. like why women are bad for politics. He, he did not write say women shouldn't vote and they should have their rights taken away. But you can tell he's like testing the waters. He's getting there. Like he's, yep. he's kind of he's tickling the butthole. He's being like, okay, I'm going to tickle your butthole. I'm going to see how you like it before I, I put right. it in dry. We're gonna, right. we're gonna we're gonna just do a little test run. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna finger it a little bit. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna f- yeah. Juice. Let me let me take a little. <laughs> let me dip. I'm gonna dip my finger in. I'm gonna rub it see, a little bit. We're gonna see how that right. goes, and then if that all goes well, then, then it got the choke slam. Then <laughs> the sweet corn challenge will commence. Right there, you go. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I actually my comment on Stefan Lundell's video, I was like. Good, good. Like that little that roach from Family Guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> good, good. Or like fucking Darth Sidious, let the right. hate flow through you. Right. Yep. I was, you know, it's you know, it's actually pretty nice that I've been, I've had, I've been saying the same shit for years, and now other people are starting to pick up what I'm laying down. It's like, yes, yeah, it's awesome. Yes. Well, it's okay to have to look for them to have your sloppy seconds. You know, it's it's fine. I, I'd rather the message right. get out. I don't care who gets credit for it. Right. Okay, um, last question. Do women have any redeeming qualities? No. Yes. Hold yes, on. Yes, they do. Yes, yes. No, no gag reflex? Let me, let me, no, let me explain. Uh, women are children or pets. You know, like, if you have a pet that's properly trained and properly disciplined, they're fine. Now, Kind of like a dog. Right, and, and pets have redeeming qualities. They can do stuff. They can offer love and affection. You know, they can bring you your slippers. They can lick pets the peanut butter off your women, dick. Though. Right, but I'm just saying, just like a dog, a woman can bring you your slippers and lick the peanut butter off your dick, too. So, as long as they're properly trained. You, you have to properly train them and discipline them. Right. Well, sometimes, it takes, sometimes it takes Nutella instead of peanut butter. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Oh no! What? Are you retarded? Program. No! Don't give a dog chocolate. It'll kill the dog. Oh, It'll that, kill the dog. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the woman. Oh yeah, the woman. <laughs> we don't want to give her Nutella. She'll get fat. Yeah. Who cares? She's lucky what she gets. I mean, plus yeah. she's getting fed. So why should she be complaining? She can. Well, she can lick the enough, fucking. Fuck she can lick the kale salad dressing off my dick. Because I don't want her getting Very fat good. on me. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, you're a vegan? Here we go. Here we go. You can lick the ranch dressing off my dick. Yeah, right. there's a, I'll put a little cherry a, tomato on my urethra. But a vegan woman who swallows chode, does that uh, disqualify her from being a vegan? Yes. Because uh, yeah, she's like swallowing the salty clam chowder? No, because no, I think it's the whole like the ethics of eating animals, which is why they're vegan. So, you know, if you're consenting to have... But they don't eat cheese, too. Yeah, but spunk is a meat byproduct, though. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's protein. But it's organic. Yeah, we got a big guy know. behind us. Oh, he's down. Okay, cool. Yeah, somebody just fucking one-shotted him. I saw that. Yeah, it's all good. Fucking shit. Fucking crawlers, man. Gotta get good. Yeah, for real. Oh, these guys are coming big, too. Holy shit, there's a bunch of them. Oh, well. They're all dead now. That's it. Just one. Just the way we like them. Your chainsaw guy. He's gonna take a couple grenades to put down. He's, like, running at me. He's like, God damn it, stop shooting grenades at me. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) 
I'm just trying to kill you. What's it's wrong? Like I was trying to menacingly walk cool at you, and you kept shooting me with these fucking grenades. And then he's like, he gets all pissed off and charges you. He was trying to do yeah, like this dramatic. all over you. Holy shit. He's trying to do look this dramatic, like, I'm a, I'm a badass. Grizzly's oh, he... got some kind of like spooge on his face or some shit. Look at that. What? I got the Bukaki choke slam. Oh, oh you really God, did. you got Bukaki choke slam. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, she's a fucking feminist. What do you expect? The yeah. biggest feminists are also the biggest sluts. That's, there you go. That's true. Hey, it's good for the skin. <laughs> it is. <laughs> We're helpful. You, you laugh, but it's true. It is true. That's why it's that's, funny. That's why when a man is offering to come on your face, he's doing you a favor, and you should always say yes. And you accept his generosity. That is, you should you should bake him like a, a hot breakfast the next day, for him right. to come on your face and share that that moist skin conditioner. Because he didn't charge you, you know. This is the kind of thing. Uh, um, this is legit too. They did a. Uh, they were doing bull semen facials at some salon and charging like an arm and a leg. I saw for that. It. So this is again, yeah. we are giving it to you for free. We're not charging you. Well, this is a this is a expensive salon treatment. And I, we could at least use a thank you and a hot breakfast the next day. I'm just saying. Exactly. Right. Because that's why they should you make out. sandwiches. Right. Just you know? a way to just saying thank you. Just a little way, you know, we're keeping your right. skin hey, you know nice and, and moist. Moist and, and, right, and we're giving supple. you protein and, and we're feeding you. So the very least you could do is make us a sandwich. And, you know, the, the reason why sandwiches are so easy to make. It's like, you know, it's like pouring cereal in a bowl and adding milk. You're just putting some shit between a couple slices of bread. Like, yeah, we're not you, even at... you can't expect much out of a retard, though. Well, you know, you know what? Women can follow directions. You just give them a cookbook. And say, look, look these, these are the directions. Follow the retards fucking directions. directions. No, that's... See, you're not giving... There are women who can follow directions. No, you I said you, retards can't follow directions. You have, you, have to, you have to properly train them. Right. You have to properly train them. That's the problem. I don't blame women. They're, they weren't... They're just like, yeah. if, you, if you have a dog that isn't trained it's not the dog's fault if you have a kid that's spoiled it's not the kid's fault it's the parent's fault right so you know i don't the people like oh you hate women no i don't i don't blame i don't even blame women women aren't the problem they're the symptom yeah they're a symptom of the problem just like a spoiled brat isn't the problem it's the the, spoiled brat needs to have his ass get his his ass beat right well i don't know about that they need because you know it doesn't necessarily have to be physical violence it could just be something as simple as asserting your authority just well, I'm not saying, saying go total ham fist on them, you know, keep the pip hand strong, but don't turn it into the ham fist. Right, but you just have to tell them no and mean it and not give them an out. Because a lot of times the, the parents of these spoiled kids, you know, like they'll tell them no and the, the kid knows how to manipulate them and then they end up giving in to them. Yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons they're so spoiled. So, yeah, you tell them no and tell them, you know, and look, when they try to do the fucking baby eyes, tell them no again. Hold on. TFM. How do you feel about Venezuela's new cryptocurrency coming soon? And then how long do you think it will take for the housing bubble to reach critical mass from the Chinese inflating our market and the car slash student loan bubble caused by millennials? That's a lot of questions that all have different answers. I don't know if I can get to them all. Uh, So Venezuela creating their own cryptocurrency. The question with cryptocurrencies is backed by what? Now, actually, Marcus did an excellent video. I'm actually waiting for his permission to mirror it. Um, but he was talking about the red pill coin. And the thing is, he, Marcus, I didn't even know this. He actually runs a blockchain company. 
and he actually knows what the fuck he's talking about, and I couldn't have said it better myself. Goddamn, uh, Chris Cantu so got busted by him, though. Yeah, he's his shit's over. Anyway, I'm, I don't really want to throw are in the Christmas spirit, because we're about to face Krumpus. Oh, no. Anyway. I got your Krumpus hanging. <laughs> right. Anyway, my point is, though, is um, the only thing that gives cryptocurrency its value is, like, most of these coins, they're attached to some sort of product, service, or company. And the product or services offered by the company are what give the cryptocurrency its intrinsic value. Because if it's just a coin that you just pull out of fucking nowhere, and it has no intrinsic value, and you you know, it's just bullshit. And you know, and this is coming from a guy who runs a blockchain company. He knows that it has to be attached to something. So if Ven- the Venezuelan economy is dog shit, so what is this cryptocurrency going to be backed with? Nothing. There's no- so they're. They're just—they're retarded if they think that this cryptocurrency is going to save their economy. They're, the problem is, is their their whole economy is fucked. You can't—you can't just. Oh yeah, the fucking what is it? The the boulevard or whatever the Venezuelan currency is. Let's just replace it with a well, fucking a digital boulevard. Oh, that solves all of our problems. No. Every every con artist and their brother now is going to fucking be trying to create crypto. Right, and they, they can. There's nothing stopping them from doing so. Mm-hmm. But so it's it's dumb. So yeah, the now the next question was the housing bubble and the student loan bubble. So the housing bubble is happening mostly in Canada and the West Coast because Chinese people are coming in and buying up real estate. Now I actually explained this in another video, or it may it may have been offline. I may have just been in the mosh pit, but um, because of the trade deficit in China, we trade a lot of um, we, we buy Chinese goods with dollars. Well, China needs to do something with those dollars. So what they do is they buy American goods. Now, instead of just buying, like, you know, regular American goods, they buy real estate. So they're, they're inflating the Canadian and uh, Western American markets. So that, that's, a, that's a real thing. Now, what's going to stop it or how, how high can it go? Honestly, the Chinese are kind of – they're buying up real estate in what are, what are considered growth areas – Mostly on the West Coast, because you know obviously the West Coast is closer to China. Shit, we gotta get the fuck out. Yeah. I'm down. Oh, I'm down too. I forgot I wasn't playing my Berserker. So good luck. Him and then some other guy. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. that's um on, on the the bubble. Here's the thing: the bubble only ends when the common investor realizes the asset is overvalued. But the Chinese, they have all this doll, all these dollars, and they're gonna—they need to do something in the American market with them. So as long as they have American dollars and they need to do something with them, they have the bubble's just gonna keep on growing. Now, even if the American investor or the average American homeowner realizes this bubble is bullshit, these aren't million-dollar homes. That's what—that's what popped the housing bubble previously was when these crack houses were valued at a million dollars. The average American was like, that's not a million dollar home and the bubble burst. But now you have the Chinese basically influencing the housing values and it's going to keep going up until Chinese investors are like, that's not a million dollar home. So yeah, unfortunately we're throwing in a third kind of issue, which is the Chinese people's, uh, they have these, they have like, imagine I gave you a gift certificate to a store that you really aren't interested in owning anything from, but it's like you, you want to spend it, otherwise you're leaving money on the table. So these the Chinese ha- are given these dollars, and they need to do something with them. So even if they're not really interested in, you know, whatever, 
they, they need to do something with these dollars, which so that's why they're buying real estate. It's as simple as that. So if there if we didn't have a trade deficit with China, they wouldn't be buying real estate. But I don't know. I mean, we could always pass a law saying foreigners can only own like you know whatever. I don't know. But uh, it's going to keep growing because China's have a, China has a lot of money, a lot of U.S. dollars to spend. They're trying to get rid of the U.S. dollars, frankly. They're buying gold. They're buying real estate. They're buying investable assets because they know the dollar is bullshit. But they keep getting lots of dollars given to them because the America keeps buying their shit. Um, the last question was about the student loan bubble. Um, that's actually going to end completely differently. Um, they're going to forgive the debt. And they're going to do that because the millennial generation is so big compared to pretty much any other generation. It's the biggest generation. It's even bigger than the baby boomers. And the, 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 the millennials, as they become more politically active, they're going to demand that the government forgive the debt. And if the politicians, like we learned with gynocentrism, the politicians want to keep their job, they're going to give the people what they want. Now, what is that going to do economically? It's going to be so bad. You're, you're going to see – it's going to be so bad for the economy, but it's what people want. People want their free shit, and they think that by forgiving these the debt, they're going to make – they're going to make their shit free. So it's going to happen. Uh, when it happens, who knows? It's not going to solve the problem. It's just going to cause inflation. Um, it, it's going to be bad for the economy. Obviously, if you take out a loan, you need to pay it back. But um, people want free shit. They're going to demand it from the government. The government's going to comply, and that's going to be that. And then we're just going to have to deal with the consequences at that point. Do you think it's going to shake hand the value of the dollar even further? Yeah. That does well, yeah, everything. I mean, because what are you doing? You're If you can't tax it, which you can't, you, you know, the, the debts the United States has can only be paid for one of three ways. You can tax it, you can borrow it, or you can print it. Well, I mean... The, the people will not tolerate having their taxes raised. So the politicians aren't going to raise taxes or they'll raise taxes on the rich. The rich are already paying all the taxes. And what is what France and other countries have learned. When you raise the taxes too much on the rich, they leave. They take yep. their money and they leave. And then your tax receipts completely shit the bed because you have, you know, you were counting on this top 20% to pay all the taxes. And then they leave and now you have no tax base. So you can't tax your way out of it. You can't borrow your way out of it. So the last thing you can do is print it, and that's going to destroy the dollar. Yeah, all these colleges have a um, big part to play in this whole student loan bubble as well. Missingly so. on the table and then travel through the dense boner forest orange. Also, do you think we should use any cryptocurrency? I, what? I, I'm very confused by that statement. So apparently this is Jordan. Um, so Jordan is, is we're not, he went, they weren't talking about Jordan Peterson and Jordan wants me to lick the furry balls he plopped menacingly on the table alright so um, but the only question the, the only question was should we, use, matter. should we use any right. cryptocurrency cryptocurrencies aren't worthless but it depends on what they're tied to like Marcus was saying in his video most of these, these new altcoins are tied to a business or a platform or some sort of service. So this, and I'll give you an example of a cryptocurrency that you may not even have thought of. If you play Team Fortress 2, the keys you buy are a cryptocurrency. They're a digital currency that you could buy, sell, and trade with. 
Um, they're $2.50 for a key. And people use these keys to trade for hats and weapons and scrap. That's a cryptocurrency. Now, how much is a key worth? It's worth $2.50. And its utility is that it can open crates in Team Fortress 2. Hold on. Let me see what you Celestine can collect say. social security if you owe student loans. Do you think they will use this to force millennials to fund social security? Uh, yeah, Damon asks about social security and student loans. I honestly think they'll just forgive the loans because yeah. that's what that's what the voters will demand. Uh, they can try to now they'll try to balance the seniors because the seniors are the baby boomers are the biggest generation behind the millennials and they're far more politically active. But at the end of the day. The politicians, they're going to answer, like, if, let's say the, the, the millennials and the baby boomers are equally politically active, they're going to side with the millennials. Because the, the baby boomer is a shrinking population. Every, every day another baby boomer dies, whereas the millennials are going to be here for decades. So if you're going to piss off one generation, you're better off pissing off the baby boomers as opposed to the millennials. So I honestly think they're just going to forgive the student loans and we're just going to reap the whirlwind for that. <clears throat> Anyway, so the a cryptocurrency that is actually backed with something, regardless of how how uh, cheap it is, like you know a, a key in Team Fortress Two is worth two dollars and fifty cents. It's really only worth what the goods in the perceived value of the goods in the loot chests are, or the crates. So, but there's still some value in those because those va those those chest items have a value in the store. You could buy, sell, and trade them. Some of them are pretty valuable and rare. People are willing to buy those with real cash. That's what gives the the keys their value. That's why people pay $2.50 for a Team Fortress 2 key. As long as it's backed with something valuable that people want, it's worth having. It's just like a gift card. You know, like if you have a gift card to, some, to a store that people value, that gift card is worth something. But if you have a gift card to Circuit City, it's worthless because, you know, that company is bankrupt. So crypto in and of itself isn't bad, but crypto coins that aren't backed by anything, that the only, their only use is uh, like, oh, the people themselves give them their value. No, you're fucking stupid. You don't know how money works. If people, people can use anything to exchange value. I mean, that's what barter is, but it just doesn't work. It has to be backed with something. And also- Cryptocurrency is too unreliable. Well, so, you, know you know what they, they could, could do? You know what they What's could up? do? They could make. They could make. I, I just figured it out. They can make okay. thought coins backed by blowjobs. You, you know what? Right. I agree. That would be a great idea. Now, one thing is is about like Bitcoin specifically. The transaction costs keep going up because of the blockchain. Um, I think last time I read, a transaction the transaction costs were thirty three dollars, wow. because the the blockchain is so big. That's that's worse than PayPal. You're better oh, off. That's huge. You're better off wiring money through PayPal than using Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin can't be used to transfer money between users cheaply, if it um, isn't secure because you know you have these fucking hacks and shit. I mean, PayPal's been hacked too. But I'm just saying, like, there's nothing Bitcoin offers that like services like PayPal don't offer, or gold doesn't do better. There's really no, there's no reason to own Bitcoin. I'm, but I'm not saying, just because I'm not down for Bitcoin, I'm not against cryptocurrencies in general. I think they have a role. But under no circumstances should they be trading at like 
$20,000 a coin. That is That's fucking ridiculous. stupid. I, I think at best they should be tied to whatever the, the value of the services that they facilitate. I'm fine with that. But, the, yeah, just common sense, people. It's not hard. It's really easy to identify a bubble if you just aren't part of something. I'll tell you what, this this guy's kite game is strong. Holy yeah, shit. his kite game is 100 for sure. It well, is. now he's about he, to now he, he's, here. Yeah, yeah, he's being boxed in. Now that I said it. No, yeah. he's get, oh, he just broke out of it. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> this guy is fucking good. Then again, he is a point level 23. Yeah. Yeah, he's not playing around. Well, and he's got healing grenades and he's got the RPG. Hold on, Solus needs something to say. Hold on, hold on. How do you feel about empty test and the personality trait community? For example, I am considerous. At first, I was skeptical, and then I came to find that it verbatim defined my values, philosophy, and childhood. It even figured out the women I like. There it is. Wow. There you go. Okay. So the the dick doc was asking about the MBTI test. And actually, I was I was the same way. I was skeptical at first until I took the test and actually read the write up on uh, what I came out as. And it, it was it was spookily <laughs> accurate. So I was an INTJ. I think I'm INT. Yeah, INTJ. So yeah, and I was reading what an INTJ is, and it was like, holy shit! Yeah, that's that's me. So yeah, it's it's a pretty. If you haven't taken the test and find out like what you are, I mean, it doesn't obviously. It's almost like getting your fortune read. Evacuation point. It's just going to tell you what you already knew. Like, the best it's going to do is, oh, yeah, that's very accurate. But it's not going to, like, what do you do with that information? Yes, I'm an INTJ. Okay? Now, you know, but it's not going to change your life. But there you go. Cool, yeah, I did yeah. the test, and it was, it was pretty accurate. And it was just, like, the careers that were for me, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, some we're not all destined for greatness, I guess. And you know, I just I like fixing and building things, so I'm good with it, though. For the most part, damn customers to make it a problem. Yeah, well, but we'll see, soon we'll have you. You do what you want to do. That's the thing. Well, I did. What... I did IT work and I did desktop support, and it wasn't. It was, most of the time it was okay, but sometimes you just get someone that was just bad. They were a potato. They didn't want to learn how to use the computer. This is back in the day, mind you, when computers were not a ubiquitous item. In American mm-hmm. homes, and it was it was you know sometimes it got a little hilarious. I mean, and I saw some fucking weird shit, but yeah, that personality test is definitely uh yeah is definitely um, it's good and it's free accurate yeah and it's free. There's you really you're not you're not losing anything by taking it. I know someone was telling me like uh fucking Jordan Peterson created some ten dollar version of it. It's like no, don't don't pay ten dollars. God, he's it's, a fucking ass. Well, <laughs> well, it's what whatever people you know they, what do they say about a fool and his money? They're soon parted. Exactly. Now you're just going for that firebug. Feel like I should. So I should be. So, uh, do you think I should play something different, or? No, 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 no. You do you. I'm just thinking like I want to pick a complementary class. The so strategy play, I play what you want, is, dude. Is I get everything up to level ten and then go from there. Yeah. There we go. Oh shit! I forgot to start the timer. Damn it! Oh well. Oh well. That's why it's, a it's, a, it's a dumpster fire. But yep. I, I had the timer program up. I just didn't hit the start button. So whoops! Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Oz- sorry, Oslo MGTOW, because you helped me out with my yeah. time codes. Sorry, buddy. 
I love you. He's been helping me out with mine too. <laughs> so what's Shout the out thing to with the time codes? Well, I usually I start a, a program that basically puts the time codes on the screen, so it makes it easier to like kind of gauge w w when stuff happens. But I just forgot. I forgot. Sorry. It happens. I saw we. You say that. I don't think it's sincere. Okay. Well, probably not. But oh well. Hold on. Celestina's got a question. DDJ advice, stories, anecdotes about raising kids sharing joint custody with a narbipolar gistic ex. Mm, okay, so Celestina is asking on behalf of someone. Uh, do you have any stories about sharing custody with a narbipolar gistic ex? They're all bipolar. Yeah, they're all crazy. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, listen, most most divorced women have some kind of cluster B disorder. So cluster fucks. You know, yeah, yeah, and really, the sad part about it is, is that you know, once you tell one story, they're very similar to each other. I mean, you know, she's a thought. She projected shit onto you. It's whether or not you figured out that she's cheating on you or not. Um, you know. It's like that whole, like the whole Dear John letter. They're already fucking around on you. I mean, it, it is what it is. Right. And I as far agree. as, and, and, and the thing about it is, is that, you know, if you find out that they're cheating, that's when they start going after you because they're like, shit, you can't be held accountable and they have to be able to rehabilitate their character. So right. that's where the, the family law drama comes in. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the so. problem is, is you know, and I've been cheated on a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, but you're right. The, the stories all basically end the same way. So, you know, there's only so many times you can hear the same story with different characters. It's like watching a really bad Hollywood remake where it's like, oh, this is the same goddamn story. Yeah, the only difference is, you know, and that's the thing is that, you know, you have to look to the edges to determine it. And I'm actually in the process of doing a video um, about infidelity and <laughs> Um, and about kind of how to how to spot it and what to do about it. So there you go. I actually I saw someone in my comment section. Um, this it was a comment to a DDJ's Inferno video. Uh, a guy is going through a divorce now, and you mentioned um, how you can use the fact that she's a cheat as proof of her, like to basically throw her, yeah. her character into question. Do you want to help explain yeah, that? Can... Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that you need to do in a divorce is you have to attack the other party's character. So in other words, you have to attack their trustworthiness. And the easiest way to attack their trustworthiness is to demonstrate that they're a liar, to demonstrate that there's a – so like say you caught her cheating, right? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm a thought, and it's a no-fault no divorce state, and there's nothing you can do. And you're like, okay, I guess there's nothing I can do, but you put it in the pleading and force them to address it. When they admit it. Then when it comes down to trial and you ask them questions about it, now you can demonstrate that there's a history of dishonesty. In addition to that, so so that that calls their credibility for their testimony in question. So if they start like, uh, you know, making allegations like these listen and believe allegations of domestic violence or bullshit like that, um, that gives you a rebuttable argument against that. But in addition to that, women who who cheat on their significant others often ha are suffering from cluster B disorders. Uh, you know, narcissism, bipolar, those types of things. And so those 
narcissism, bipolar, and all those things are reasons that child protective services will come and take your kids from you. So what will end up happening is, is, let's say she's a complete thought and she wins custody, but the, but the state wants the kids for whatever reason. They'll wait for the divorce to end and then they'll file a, a CPS action against the mom knowing that she's a thought and they'll say, oh, she's got a mental health problem because she's, you know, she's unfaithful or she's promiscuous. And this is a common symptom and, th and they'll use that. So I started using it in, in divorce. And basically once you do that, you can, you can say, look, you need to do a, what's in Washington state, they call it a CR 35, which is a mental health examination. Now in different states, you're going to have a different civil rule for it, or you're going to have a different procedural rule for it. But basically the idea is that you're going to force a mental health examination onto the mom based on the infidelity and that people are going to lose their shit. I mean, the, the judge is going to lose their shit over it. But if you can demonstrate, then the science is there. It's well established. You can find science that demonstrates that a common symptom of bipolar, common symptom of narcissism, common symptom of cluster B is infidelity and dishonesty. Once you demonstrate she's dishonest and once you demonstrate that the, the infidelity is there, now you have a rebuttable presumption about custody of the kids. And you can actually use that to fight for custody of the kids and go, look, she's got issues. Now, the other side of that is, is that when you're in a divorce, your stress level is going to be high anyway. So the odds are nobody's going to be able to be uh, to pass a, a mental health examination with flying colors. So the odds of her having some kind of mental health issue is is extremely good. So the advantage there is, is that once you get the CR 35 motion, once you can demonstrate that she's been dishonest, now you have a fighting chance. And now you can you sit you go to the negotiation table and go, look, either you roll over and play dead or I kick you till you quit moving. I don't care which, because we're prepared to fight this all the way through. We've done our discovery um, and then there it is. The other thing is, is that what goes hand in hand with this is doing really good financial discovery. In other words, um, you know, if she's living with somebody, if she's getting money from somebody, if she says she's paying bills and she's not, like say her financial declaration says that rent is $1,500 a month, but you, you get her financials and you find out that there's no deduction okay. from her bank account, um, what ends up happening is, is that you can go, look, somebody else is paying her rent. Well, guess what? Now that rent becomes income because somebody else is paying it. So those are, those are the things that you can do to really create those rebuttable presumptions to attack her credibility and to go, look, um, you can't trust this woman because not only is she a thought, she's a liar. She's a proven liar. She's an admitted liar. And, you know, she's got mental health problems. So not only can you not trust anything she says, but you can show that she's not good for the kids as well. And that's really the, the main arguments you use to fight for custody of your kids if you want full custody. There you go. Yeah, well said. This is why you are a treasure to have on the show. Yep. A... I'm not a legal scholar. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was, that was the potato comment of the year. Well, yeah, that was a legal scholar of the known common sense. Well, it's yeah. like I'll tell you what, I mean, well, you're down there, lick who, behind my sack. How but it's about like that? who? <laughs> but it's like who would you consider? Like he's a published author with ten years of experience. He could talk in layman's terms that people can understand. Like, what do you want? Like, is the bar that high? We're like swimming in fucking knowledgeable paralegals with ten years of experience. Like, clearly this well, knowledge isn't fucking common. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. 
You know, and here's the thing too. Like I streamed with MGTOW Esquire, and he even told me he said that you know when I when we did the DGA's Inferno together, he said he still uses some of the shit from that video to help out with his cases. Nice. The stuff he learned there. So yeah, yeah he, so I'm not. He's an actual lawyer, right? And he's not the only one. I mean, MGTOW lawyer, uh, who's the other attorney that goes in the comment section, said the same type of thing. Yep. So. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it's... Yeah, you would... Like, I know you were just a paralegal, but if you actually got your uh, your bar card and everything My, like that, you would be an excellent lawyer. Yeah, and I would be completely busy all the time. <laughs> right. And the rest of the wicked. Uh, yeah, it's, it's out of control. Do we have any other questions? Um, oh yeah, there are questions. Hold on. Well, shit, we're in the middle of a game though. Oh wait, no, actually we're yeah, between, we're, we're in between rounds. Hold on. Don't get... fire. Well, hold on. I will. You know what? I think this is working out. Um, yeah, it is. Even though cats. Now, if you're not, if you're not on a, on Twitch, like the PC, obviously the the bananas don't work, and there's nothing I can do about that. Okay, next question. Okay, it says DDJ parenting with a crazy ex is more. What I want to know about raising the children, dealing with handoffs, and parenting differences. Advice, um, stories, anecdotes. All right. So like dealing with a crazy dealing with a crazy ex is all about managing conflict. The thing with a crazy ex is is that the reason that she's crazy is because she's got a victim complex. So the most important thing that you need to remember is, is that in order to deal with her, you have to manage conflict. And what I mean by that is you have to mitigate it in any way you can. You have to avoid conflict. You have to avoid court. You have to avoid all the fights. So the way that you do that, especially if you don't have custody with the kids, is just to abstain certain decisions um, and to make sure that when you're doing handoffs, you do them in public locations that preferably have like cameras. So like, you know, um, a real common area is like a fast food restaurant because they've got cameras or any kind of public area that's got, um, you know, that has any kind of surveillance or public surveillance where the expectation of the surveillance is there. Um, that's number one, because then she can't make shit up. The number two is, is to quit talking to her on the fucking phone, okay? The phone is not your fucking enemy or is not your friend because the thing about it is, is it is a man in a divorce. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. And if you ever get into a he said, she said argument with your ex, you lose. So you need to make sure that your evidence is there in such a way that you're – again, this is all about mitigating conflict. So you want to make sure that – Number one, you're abstaining from arguments. Number two, you're not talking with her on the phone. Number three, you want to make sure that when you do talk with her, that it's in some form of uh, like a documented format and just let her know. Just say, look, you know, I mean, we have this issue here and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to work through it, um, but work through it through email. Don't talk to her. You know, don't don't worry about text messages unless you can back them up. Um, because, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I got all these text messages and then they fucking switch phones or their phone dies or some other bullshit happens. And then, yeah, we had a guy on the TFM the show. We had a guy on the TFM show who had all these incriminating text messages and then he broke his phone. Right. It, it, don't fuck with text messages. Just just go unless you're going to use like something you can record like WhatsApp or, uh, you know, a text message service that records it to the cloud. Don't fuck with text messages. Um, well, there, there are some apps. The best. There, there are some apps where you can strip the text messages off your phone to back them up, but nobody phones don't automatically do that. So you need to do that yourself. 
<clears throat> but yeah, email exactly. is better. Email is better. And, and here's the thing. Once the bitch realizes that you're documenting everything she says, she's going to shut the fuck up. Yep. She's going to understand that. She's going to be like, uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want people to know what a cunt I am. Yeah. So what she's going to do, trail. you always keep a paper trail. Cause again, it's never what you know. It's what it's what you can prove. So the advantage is, is that you, you don't talk to her directly. You don't meet her directly. You don't go to her house and she doesn't come to your house. You meet her, you meet her in some kind of third party neutral location for the, for the custody transfers. And when you are doing stuff, you don't you don't plan shit on her time and she doesn't plan shit on your time and that just keeps everybody you know again it keeps honest people honest but those are the really the, the main things to focus on and then the other the final thing to focus on is if you don't see your kids all the time or she's fucking with your visitation because what what'll end up happening is once she realizes that you're um you're mitigating the stress and you're mitigating the drama she'll try to ramp up the drama so she'll try to keep the kids from you or maybe she'll badmouth you or whatever my suggestion is this if you're if you're a father who misses your kids and you're not seeing your kids as much as you want you need to keep uh, a journal and that journal should be a journal of letters to your children so write your kids letters when they're not around when you're missing your kids when when you you know you're feeling like you want to share some wisdom with your children you write a letter in that journal you date it you sign it and then you know when that kid's 18, you give that kid the journal and say, look, you know, here's here's what's up. No, so no matter what happens to your relationship, whether you don't see your kid for five years or whether you have a relationship with your kid, it gives your child a chance to know who you really are in a uncensored sort of way. Because if you do that before the child's 18, the court may come after you for trying to share shit and for trying to quote unquote bias your kid. If you look at like Tyrese, for example, Tyrese was like, he he fucking he 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 missed his daughter so he he hired a skywriter to write that he loved her in the fucking sky and they were going to hold him in contempt of court for it that's how much that they wanted to keep him from his kid so you know and he had he was loaded for bear and he had to pay fucking thousands of dollars just to protect himself but if you don't have that kind of money and you want to make sure that you can protect yourself but still maintain your relationship with your kid your kid is more likely to forgive you for any trespasses or any lies that the mom said if you can show in real time, oh yeah, you know, I missed you. And so I wrote you this letter on this day and you got, you know, three dozen letters from, you know, the course of two or three years, all of a sudden, you know, your kid's gonna have a full appreciation for what's going on. And the reality is gonna kick in of what the situation is. That actually so happened. There was a female MRA, I can't remember what her name is. She's not one of the honey badgers. Um, who might think, I'm thinking of, what's her name, shit. But she's a female. Anyway, she's a female MRA. Um, she basically her mother after a divorce. She alienated her from her father and lied to her, talking about like, "Oh, your father doesn't want anything to do with you." Is it that short-haired girl? I, I don't remember. Anyway, but basically the dad, yeah, kept letters. And what was that? He was mailing the letters, and they were being mailed back, returned to sender after the mom took the money out of the card. So he'd write. He'd give. He'd write a card. The mom would take the money out of the card, send the letter back and spend the money like as if she, just you know pennies from heaven or something but the father saved all those cards so right. years years later when she showed up like why'd you abandon me oh you don't love me he showed her all the cards like boxes and boxes of cards and letters that the mom was hiding from her and that's actually what helped her reconnect with her father as an adult and that's what helped me reconnect with mine yeah, so I was in it foster sounds... care for years, and my father did exactly that. And so I was cussing him out, and he was like, he just he didn't say a word, 
he just walked into another room. He grabbed a box and he walked back out. Yeah. So it sounds, it sounds cheesy. It sounds cheesy to write little letters, but here's the thing. Like the, the system doesn't want you to contact your kids. So the only thing you can do is basically prepare, just like, you know, DDJ, you talk about uh, preparing for the appellate court. Yep. Like you're, you're going to lose in the fucking gynocentric family court, but you can win in the appellate court. So that's what you focus on. So that, that's basically you're, you're, you've got to understand you're going to lose when it comes to being there for your kids. So you have to think, okay, how am I going to reconnect with my kids as adults? Because you have yeah, to undo. You have to think about the long game. You have to. Uh, you have to undo all the. Because she's your ex-wife is going to be telling everyone, telling your kids what a piece of shit you are. You abandon your kids. You never love them. Uh, all this other stuff like that. So you. That's what you're up against. That actually happened to uh, happened to me with my mom. She'd tell us about our dad being a piece of shit and men are predators and all this other crap. And she was living in a house on, with him, which hold was on. DDJ. Hold on. Great answer on parenting with crazy ex. Please consider producing content or a book on this. Okay, uh, so Alcina's just passing on a message. Uh, they, they appreciated your words about like how how dealing with an ex and everything, and uh, that just admonishes you to maybe think about writing a book, or you know, it doesn't have to be like a long book. Just you know, fatherly wisdom, I guess, of how to raise children in abstentia. Yeah, I'm actually um, I'm including a section on that in my next book that I'm writing about divorce rape culture. There you go. But thank you. Look at that. Nice. I'm gonna be looking forward to that. Another number one t- bestseller on Amazon on the way. Here yep, the hater rate will be real. It will be. It's like you're some kind of legal scholar or something. <laughs> Almost. Uh, but have you told a tranny that you're not going to use their preferred pronouns? Because that's really what makes you a scholar these days. What I actually told them is that I'm going to use my preferred pronouns. There you go. There was someone making a joke. So There's a gender-fluid person who likes to be referred to as they. And someone made the comment like, oh, yeah, I'm sure the ambulance is going to be really confused when they show up to take they to the hospital. They bring multiple stretchers and it's just one person. It's like, yep. That's why words have meaning. You're just confusing people. Well, it was like when I was in the military, they because obviously everyone's offended by the word retard. So they made exceptional be a euphemism for retard, which is a, a something positive. <laughs> so it just it just confused me. Like wait, I was wait a minute, hold the fuck up. They got to fit at the word retard in the military. Oh no, what they do is like I reported to a duty station and I was asked if I had any exceptional family members, and I'm like, what a kid who plays the piano or something, and they're like, no, like special needs. And I'm like, no, but the, section eight, right? but but the, the dumb thing is is basically. They, they're using existing words incorrectly to sow confusion because confusing people is better than hurting people's feelings. So, again, the That's paramedics are showing up thinking – yeah, so paramedics show up thinking there's like a, been a fucking mass casualty. And it's just one person who likes to be referred to as they. Because they have multiple personalities. No, because they just fucking – I know, I know. fucking Cause stupid. Because they're retarded. They're not exceptional though. They're just retarded. Right. They're just retarded. The only thing exceptional about them is that they fucking dressed themselves that morning. Right. 
<clears throat> All right, okay, we got some comments. Hold on. Oh, shit. Oh, man, another $50 donation. You're Thank the you. smartest oh, of the wow, ones not nice. watched. Wow. Until Happy the chunks year. start to Happy smell New funny, year to you. we wow. got your back. Oh, okay. Um, smartest of the ones not bought. That's kind of ironic because I was the first one to start doing sponsored content. So um, apparently I'm, I'm, I went from being the, the biggest shill, the, the biggest sellout in MGTOW, to now I'm like the, the least shilly. Isn't that, isn't that ironic? Yeah. Yeah, how it really yeah but is. to some people you're still the biggest shill of them all. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, no, here's the thing. They can't take a joke. Well, I'm, at least I'm honest about it. Like, I... Oh, shit, this is a fucking cool-ass gun. Damn. Which gun? Uh, this, this sniper rifle that uses, like... Oh, that's the rail gun. Fuck yeah, dude. That, yeah. If you hold on to uh, the scope and you're locking onto a target, it'll lock onto the head. You shoot it, and it's fire... Yeah. Nice. Oh, it's got smart. It's got little robot smart bolts, like those. Remember that scene in Roger Rabbit with the cartoon bullets? Yep. Like that's that. exactly awesome. what it is. Anyway, it's yeah, that that makes me laugh. You know what's? Here's the thing. You know, I use my channel as a a petri dish to see like what works. I anticipated the demonetization thing years ago, and I I basically was like okay, I, this is the only way MGTOW content creators are going to be able to make it. If you know monetization is taken away on YouTube, is if they have their own monetization through private sponsors. And what's weird is people have this weird thing against sponsored content. But like, if you monetize on YouTube, basically you're you, you're doing sponsored content, but you're you're give you're trusting Google to find you sponsors. And then because Google is the one finding you sponsors, you have to listen to Google and you have to deal with Google's bullshit when it comes to demonetization and advertiser-friendly. If you find your own sponsors, then fuck, you know, oh, they, they demonetized my video, boo-hoo. I guess I'll just add this Dollhouse and Anchors Away commercial. You know, like, it's obviously there's advertisers willing to, to support you. I just don't get people who are, like, against that. Like, acting like... um there's something wrong with you if you if you embrace sponsored content but the, the whole time they're saying that they're still monetized they're just trusting they're putting everything in google's hands like you find my sponsors google it's like that's that's dumb you know because part of going your own way is being self-sufficient why, why would you trust google? especially if, if you're like doing this semi-professionally why would you trust google of all of all people for all things, why would you put your livelihood in the hands of Google instead of, you know, grabbing, you know, taking control of it yourself? Anyway, but my point is, is like, I started doing sponsored content over a year ago. Started with the sex toy reviews. Obviously, that's that's blossomed into a relationship with the dollhouse and then anchors away, which is great. And I'm noticing, you know, um, other channels. You know, I saw a MGTOW 101 did an interview with dollhouse. I saw a Raging Golden Eagle do a podcast with dollhouse. So it's like, yeah, you know, I'm very, I'm that that I'm actually probably more proud of that than a lot of my, you know, my videos. Just knowing that I helped channels that were probably struggling with demonetization be able to find their own sponsorships and be able to produce content without relying entirely on Google. That way, you know, and if this becomes kind of a normal thing, if MGTOW can attract its own kind of group of advertisers. 
then if there's ever an Adpocalypse 2.0, we won't give a fucking shit. It's like, oh, everyone's like, everyone's like begging on Patreon. Oh, give me money. They took yep. my ads away. But then if you got your own ads because you have your own sponsors, you don't give a shit. You're like, yeah, so you just man. Just go around the, go around the, uh, go around the Google bullshit and develop right, that, your own uh, set of sponsors and right, That's all it is. It's just you taking it into your own hands. But I got so much shit at the time because um, I was getting ahead of the curve. I was like, oh, you're a sellout. You're, you're shilling mm. sex toys. You're, oh, you're just, you're blah, blah, blah. You're it's not all, a MGTOW anymore. Yeah, you're not, that, you're not a true MGTOW. And now everyone's been demonetized. Now everybody's getting on the sponsored content train. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, yep. Don't, fa- don't all thank me at once. Oh, no, it's fine. I don't care. Honestly, that's, I don't need external validation. You know what I thought about doing I'd be is. i sarcastic about that. I actually, legit question. I may actually want, I may. I don't know how to do a poll, but okay. So I was thinking about when I actually get a hundred thousand subscribers, because uh, you can get like that little silver play button, or I think they also can send you like a case, like a really nice camera case. Yep. I don't. What I thought is, should I get the silver play button and just break it, just oh. like just just to make a statement like Joker style, yeah. or sh- should I just get the camera case because I could actually use it? Uh... Well, now that you're talking about it, I'd say the camera case. Yeah, I was thinking the camera case. Although it would be funny to be like... Oh, this motherfucker again? Breaking Fuck. breaking the silver play button with a hammer and shooting it with a 12-gauge. Just to be like... Just, just you know, again, it's not about the money. It's about sending a message. It's like, stop right, giving a shit right. about your fucking e-penis. But uh, yeah, but then I'm like, that's a really nice camera case, though. <laughs> so it's like, do I don't really care much about making the statement in the first place. But, oh well. Anyway, just a thought I had. Oh shit! There he is. I gotta remember, I'm not a berserker. I have to keep my distance, so I don't die. Whew. This guy is fucking tanky as fuck, man. Yep, he's the Krumpus. You know, I, I like how there's a, a new boss, though, because I was getting tired of fighting the same Shit. two bosses all the time. Or now it's three with the uh, Super Flesh Pound <sighs> or King Flesh Pound. Okay. I haven't played this that much, I guess, because I, I only remember the Patriarch and then that Vaughn, what's-his-face? The Doctor, yeah. Yeah, the generic German scientist doctored man. <laughs> I can't see shit. I'm, like, covered in slime. Uh, so you got bukkake yeah. We're all getting cocky choke slammed right now. Yep. Oh well, what are you gonna do? You know, every t- if you you know, every spring, all that pollen in the air is like plant sperm. Oh, shit. In case you didn't know. So basically people are just getting slattered and plant bukkake. Exactly, that's what pollen is. Like it's they're just, being babed in it. Yeah, it's like getting bukkake by all the trees. They're like, happy Arbor Day. 
It's like every day's Arbor Day. Mother Nature, you sick bitch. Yeah. You'd think they'd come up with a more efficient way to reproduce than just spraying plant sperm into the air and just hoping it lands on the pistol of a plant. Well, don't Hold the on. bees carry the pollen around or something? Keep on Sometimes. the good jobs, guys. Shit. Oh, man, a 15... Why are you donating so much? Like, it's like a $15 donation, a $20 donation. Is this like... Before you get 100 yeah, well, there was one guy who donated like four hundred to sponsor a waifu workshop. Oh, and actually, I got the final, I got the last Ayane costume. He was, they wanted a a waifu workshop for Ayane from Dead or Alive, and so they gave he gave me four hundred dollars. So just to go the extra mile, we got the Dead or Alive costume, we got the ninja, a Ninja Gaiden costume, and we got an Extreme Beach volleyball costume. So we're, we're doing like three different outfits for Ayane, because you know that was very generous. So. Because we weren't expecting that. Like, we were just like, oh, that's cool, you know, just we'll do this, like, waifu workshop thing, it'll be fun. I wasn't expecting, like, viewers to try to want to wanna sponsor one. Shit! You, you get... I like, got little... fucking Bukaki chokeslammed. Are you, well, do you get killed by these little fucking Allahu no, Akbar booger people? I was turning a corner, and, in, and here I see fucking Krumpus fucking going balls in front of me. Yeah. So he went balls yeah. deep on you? Yeah, well, th my problem is these fucking... These, like, jihadi boogers. <laughs> that just, like... Remember the last one? Oh, that's no, that's no bueno. Because, yeah, that's probably not good. Because I have a slow-firing sniper rifle. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll see what I can do. So you fucking kamikaze booger, <laughs> self-destructing bukaki burgers. Okay. Yeah, it would be the, funny uh, if they were like Allahu Akbar right before they blew up. <laughs> Aloha snack bar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna weight them in different choke points. Boom. All right. Oh, so you're this, knocking this health down. Just keep going. Are we going to see a TFM clutch? No, maybe. Maybe not. Oh, shit. The, the, oh, jihad, the jihadi boogers are on me. <laughs> Fucking jihadi boogers. Bad on you. I need, like, a machine gun. Oh, I do have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Like a diehard. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Nothing says love like getting sprayed by 50 cal or worse. You got it, TFM. Light him up. Got him. Keep it up. Keep it up. Two more shots. Run, 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 run. Just run. There you go. The other way. There you go. Heal. I, I already used it. It's, it's recharging. Keep running then. Keep running. Jump, jump, Keep running. jump. There you go. Yep. Spin. Spin, spin and engage, spin and engage. Yep, spin and engage. There's, there you go, right there. Hey guys, behind you. Find you. you. Oh God. Shit, run, oh, run, run, oh, run, 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 run. God damn it! Please don't die. Heal, heal, heal. Right, there you go. 
Yep. No! Because there's, there's green shit everywhere. I, well, I didn't I know, know where the, those know. guys came out of nowhere. I was setting them up for a sniper headshot, and then, like, four, four zombies grabbed me from behind. Is that uh, anal sex with you? They did. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay, next map will be Burning Paris. What was that? Too funny. Yeah, the problem is the sniper is, a, is like a support class. It's not like. What the ma- what's the next map? If I was oh, Berserker, I, I would have fucking ate his lunch. Burning, like, Paris. burning Paris. Okay. Like, I, I would have drank his milkshake as the Berserker, <laughs> but as the fucking sniper, no. But we'll, we'll still call it, though. That, that was a TFM court. Okay, sure. That was that was pretty close. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's do next. All right, what is the best precious metal to invest in? This is from a wild Preston Garvey. All right, so there actually is no best precious metal. There are like gold is obviously the standard. That's why it's called the gold standard. But uh, there are precious metals that are um, they're less. Cheap. They're more expensive. They're less expensive. Just metal itself is good. Now the thing is, just in metal is useful. I mean, aluminum is probably the most useful metal, but it's also really cheap. So I don't recommend you know buying aluminum. Gold and silver are fine because gold and silver are the standard. I re- I recommend silver though, and here's why: the main purpose of silver, or even gold for that matter, is for barter. So if there's a currency collapse, you need to barter with silver and gold. Well, a silver an ounce of silver, like a coin, is going to be about $20. An ounce of gold is going to be about $1,500. It's just too much. So, you know, just carrying around $1,500 in a coin, being like, hey, can I get some food for $1,500? That's just too much money. But $20, hey, can I get some food? That's reasonable. So what I recommend is you want about six months in silver. If you really want something else, you could get some gold if you want for like really big items. Or if you want, basically, I have, I have a couple safes in my house. If you want to hide your wealth in a smaller safe, like there's a safe, it's actually pretty cool. It's a fake outlet, like a wall outlet, that you actually unscrew it and pull it out and it's a little safe. And you know you could you could fit like, you know like ten thousand dollars worth of gold coins easy, in that little outlet safe. So if you ever like you know if you're worried about someone coming in there and stealing your shit, can, you know get some get some gold, hide it in a really small safe, you're good to go. Uh, but as far as other metals, anything is good like copper, um, platinum, anything. Really, whatever you want. The only the only issue is here's the only issue. A lot of the other metals are basically like a silvery metallic kind of metal. The average person isn't going to know the difference between silver or platinum or whatever. You know, it has to have a distinct color, which is why gold. Because only you know, other than like fool's gold, only gold looks like gold. So that's why it's good for barter because people recognize gold and it's a soft metal and so forth. But if you want to talk about like the manliest metal, like a real red pill coin, if you want to talk about what would a red pill coin be made out of, fucking tungsten carbide. That is the manliest fucking metal ever made. Carbon? It's like, no, tungsten carbide. It's, a, it's an alloy. Oh. It is fucking indestructible. Like I have a tungsten carbide ring. 
it has no scratches on it. I have a, a titanium ring scratched to shit. Titanium is basically, it's as strong as steel, but weighs half as much. So like, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're a fan of a Game of Thrones with Valerian steel, that's titanium. Because it, you can get, like if you made a sword out of titanium, you could have a sword twice as long that weighs the same as a normal sword. But you have twice the reach. That's why it's so fucking deadly. But it's as strong as steel, but it's just really light. Now tungsten is the opposite. It weighs twice as much as steel, but it's fucking indestructible. It's like adamantium. Shit. So, so if you made like if, but it's so heavy, like it's heavier than lead. I think what is the thing? It's it's like there's almost nothing. It's like so dense. Like tungsten is he- like you if you ever have a tungsten ring, it will feel heavy in your hand. Like you will feel its weight. And if you tried to make armor out of tungsten, you wouldn't be able to move because it's so heavy. But it's like fucking it's adamantium. Like you can't damage it. And it's like really dark. It, like it, it's usually like most tungsten rings. And also tungsten looks really good. A tungsten ring, it's like black. It looks fucking sharp. But the other thing you can do is um, if you ever look at a tungsten diamond ring, they look cool because black and diamonds look really good together. But anyway, hmm. that's so I like tungsten. Um, <clears throat> as, as a metal, the problem with tungsten, it has the melting point of tungsten is like six thousand degrees. Shit, it's fucking. It takes a lot to like. Basically, if you ever get in a car accident, you're wearing tungsten jewelry, and your tungsten jewelry is cutting off the circulation to like your finger. They're not going to be able to cut the ring off. They're going to cut. They're going to cut your finger you're gonna, off. You're going to lose your finger. You're going to lose wow. the finger. So it's that tough. It's metal. that. It's that. T- that's why I call it the manliest metal. That's the real red pill coin right there. Is fucking tungsten carbide. <laughs> But I guess th- those are my thoughts on metals. I don't know how, how valuable tungsten is, but it's like as an industrial metal, obviously if you want a metal that's not going to chip or scratch or get damaged, it's fucking I'd awesome. I imagine they use it in buildings when they're building buildings. They use it for drills, for drilling into metal. Hmm. We'll figure. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really good. It's it just, it's cool. And it's, uh, I like, I always like the idea of black metal because, you know, like if, you're, if you ever like, or into fantasy, you know, like there's like the Black Knight, right? Like that's that's basically tungsten carbide. It's just it's black, like my heart. Shit. And it's yeah, it's like yeah, it's adamantium essentially. Though I thought adamantium was like a comic book related, right? Well, well they were, I'm saying reading. like, obviously like. Well, the problem, the thing about adamantium is, it's yeah, it's like a comic book thing. I mean, Wolverine, I think like his he, entire he, skeleton is made of adamantium. Yeah, and he weighs like a couple hundred pounds because his oh, skeleton yeah. is coated in this metal. Tungsten, if he if his skeleton was coated in tungsten, there's no fucking way he would move. He would basically be laying on the laying on the ground permanently. He wouldn't be able to get <laughs> up because it weighs so fucking much. Like you're talking hundreds of pounds of like a shit you could not move it would crush you i don't care what your healing factor is it would be like you know being covered in cement and trying to move it doesn't i don't give a shit how if you you're a mutant and you know unless you have super strength you're not moving in that thing 
Damn. That's fucking heavy. But you're yeah. you're you're indestructible, but yeah, you just can't move. Yeah. You're the most you're the most indestructible vegetable ever. <laughs> potato wise matter. That's, yeah. Yep. You're but the invincible. Not just any potato, a tungsten potato. You're the invincible potato. Yeah. That's your that's your superhero name. Super potato. He's like they wheel you out, and you're like, I can take any damage, and they just walk over you and ignore you. And like, come back here and waste your attacks on me. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> Sorry, invincible potato. And then there's like a, meant a, to be. a little tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> uh. all right that was the last of the questions so we're caught up nice yeah what do you guys think of this this system we're uh, you know, we're not we're not dependent on cat to field the questions but the only problem is if you're not on Twitch on a PC, like if you're watching on a Roku device or a, a mobile device, you can't access the extension to get the bananas. So then you just, you can't answer, we can't answer your questions because nobody's collecting them. But it does oh, kind of weed out on. the potatoes though in that fashion. Right. With the what is your opinion thing. on rare earth metals? Sure. Sure. Would you invest in extremely rare metals like iridium, which is the rarest metal on earth and has been true. growing in demand since 2009? I would Hold avoid on. osmium. Second rarest, because it is extremely toxic. Okay, so Celestina is asking about investing in extremely rare earth metals. It, it, the rarity is worthless. It's how useful it's it is. Name, it? No, 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 no. Like, well, you're talking about like magnets. How the fuck do they oh. work, right? Little ICP reference. But um, no, like there's, there's a couple metals that are like really rare, and they have some industrial uses. But honestly... I'd be more interested in useful metals that are also valuable rather than the fact that they're rare. Like, who cares? Like, panda boogers are rare. It doesn't make them worth anything. So I'm not, I don't care about it, how rare a metal is. If it's a useless metal that doesn't really have any application or is very limited application, then I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit how rare it is. I do care if it's a useful metal that has a, a wide... Like, if aluminum wasn't so abundant... It would be an amazing metal to invest in. But because there's so much aluminum, it's kind of worthless. But it's so useful. Aluminum is amazing. It's just so cheap. But think of it like that. You want to think of a useful metal rather than a rare metal. Rarity can be important if it's also a useful metal. But if it's not useful, if it doesn't have a lot of applications or it has very limited applications, it, who gives a shit how rare it is? It's a panda booger at that point. All right, that's it. We're caught up once again. Nice, man. We're doing good tonight. Now, okay, this stream's been going for about two and a half hours. Like, I don't know how long. I mean, we don't have a, we don't have any guests because we're on Skype. We're not on Discord. We don't have Cat here to bring in guests. So, I don't know how right. much far longer you want to go. Um, unless you you want to go until after this entire match is over. Yeah, that's or on fine. Round three. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, two and a half hours is good for dumpster fire. Yeah, yep. you know, and I think as far as dumpster fires go, this has been one of the better ones. It wasn't a complete fucking just a shit show. Yeah, and we actually talked about shit. We did. We talked about shit. And you know, I was, you know, at the same I, time. You know, the thing is, I I kind of wanted to do like 
a big New Year's kind of thing, and it just didn't happen. So right. this, you know, oh well, maybe next year. Yeah, yeah it's all good. It, it was always out. next year. Yeah. But still, it was. A, this was an awesome stream, in my opinion. I'm sure plenty others agree with me. Well, yep, I, I appreciate that. Yep, I make it look easy. <laughs> like I mean, that's what it looks like. Right. Well, if Cat were here, he'd be like, "TFM, you suck. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> suck. You can't, you can't do right. shit." Yeah, but the, you know what's hilarious? It was there was that one week I was high on cough syrup, and I was playing oh. a Dark Souls game called Lords oh. of the Fallen, and I was actually fucking amazing at that game, and I was fucking drunk off of cough syrup. And then I yeah, played. You were better at that game than you were in a long time. That's true. <laughs> and, and I uh, and I was playing Cuphead, and I did pretty good on Cuphead, despite it being like this fucking in, insanely difficult game that caused games journalists to get into the fetal position and suck their thumbs because they can't. Well, they lose the, their shit over it. Yeah, because they can't get through they the fucking don't. tutorial. Wait a minute, they're fucking game. Uh, 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 yeah, they should be right. able to play that game. I know. I know. I know. I mean, I'm a potato, but. Come on, it's you like, guys review this shit for a living. It's like, Come imagine imagine being a porn critic and being like no fap. Oh, look, the Eiffel Tower. Being like a no fap porn critic. Like, voice. what? How does that even happen? I kind of like these Christmas-themed like monsters. Or like a porn critic who is a virgin. Yeah, who's never felt a boob. You know, someone was right. asking... Actually, this is some advice somebody asked me. I'm not going to give out their identity, but someone was asking me about... Um, for sex dolls, like they were five eleven, and they wanted to know it, how much height is a factor. So what you should do, th remember, if you if you line up the anatomy, the female genitalia is lower on the body than the male genitalia. So you need to compensate for that. There's a reason why women prefer taller men, because when your genitalias are nice and aligned, you're you're going to be face to face if she's a few inches shorter than you. Whereas if you're the same height. Once you, you know, slide down, you're actually going to be shorter than her. So I recommend if you're 5'11", look into getting a doll that's like 5'6". That way when your your genitals are nice and aligned, you're like face-to-face -face as opposed to, you know, you're, she's looking at your neck or you're looking at her neck or something. So just little things. little pro tip. Just the tip. There you go. I'm I good. I don't mind, sh I don't mind sharing. Because, you know, there's things I'm actually planning on doing um, on kind of the anniversary of when Celestina came into my life in her little cardboard box. I'm actually going to do kind of a retrospective on, like, you know, just how things went after a year. Because a lot of people, their biggest concern is, you know, I'm dropping two grand on this doll. How is this thing going to fall apart after a few months? So I'm going to do, like, kind of a thing about, like, what's happened, you know, damage and maintenance and like things that I wish someone would have told me stuff like that so that's something I'll probably do probably in six months or so so for those of you interested mm. but yeah it's fine oh shit I lost all my crap damn it oh did you die? you die? yeah I died and I lost everything also, yes, my Desert Eagles. Goddamn. Oh, so they you took our gerbs. Yeah, they took you use all your gear and you start back. I actually picked up your Desert Eagles. Thank you. Oh, I have your uh, your flamethrower. Welcome. I have your flamethrower. 
Oh, okay. I don't remember yeah. how to. Dro I don't know how to drop it though, so I'm just gonna. It's sell all good. It. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Life's a bitch. <laughs> so At least I can buy one Desert Eagle. That's fine with me. Can I say I'm a nub? So. Well, you're a fucking feminist. What do you expect? Exactly. You're not covered in bukkake this time. Holy shit. Thank goodness for small miracles, right? Yeah. Right, right. Hey, what can I say? I'm a feminist. It's an addiction. But don't you dare <laughs> right. question my sexuality. Right. That's so right. dumb. Like, look look what she's wearing. Don't she's wearing, like, me, she's wearing like a, a summer dress with a pink wig. Like, completely impractical. Of course. Like, like, the rest of us, like, stick. like this She's guy's... A fucking bitch. Like, this guy's wearing, like, fucking tactical Yakuza gear. Other people well, see, wearing, that's, like... That's because of the patriarchy, you know? Right. She's, like... The patriarch in this world, like, dressed her in a skimpy outfit because she's a female. No, the feminist... That's a feminist dress. Look at, look at you on the ground. I see your body still. But see, I should be able to dress however I want and not get judged for it, even when I suffer well, negative it's not about, consequences. It's not about being judged, uh -huh. it's about right. having no protection, because you're like, you're wearing a strap dress with all your skin exposed during the fucking zombie apocalypse, and the rest of us are wearing like, well, she's, sensible... She's going bareback. Well, yeah, she's... Right. Like, realistically, that's a fucking stupid idea, especially when, you know, things are trying to bite you and eat you, to be walking around yeah. wearing a sundress. It's the only way she gets attention. Yeah, well, that you probably don't want attention in the zombie apocalypse. She's a fat feminist. She'll take what she can get. Well, yeah, that's not going to end well. But, or will it end well for everyone else? Yeah, but come You'll on, women don't judge. have any future right. time orientation. It's true. Uh, you know, that's why I say feminism is a self-correcting problem. It yeah, really is. I'm living proof of that. Yep. <laughs> the thing is, in a zombie apocalypse, Darwinism, Darwinism takes full effect. Absolutely. Yep. As I'm about to demonstrate. Yeah, here I am. I'm fucking saving you with my buzzsaw launcher. You're welcome. <laughs> God. Yeah, I did. A, I did a story on my podcast today about a. Um, about this Miss America flap. Oh, oh, fuck. You know, the dumbest thing, I, whenever I see an article or anything about these fucking beauty queens standing up against misogyny and sexism, it's like, uh-huh. That's how they profited off uh -huh. misogyny and sexism. Yeah, that's, that's why you're there. You're there literally because you're attractive and people want to gawk at you. And they yeah, want you to, like... Nobody's there because of your mind or your brains. Yeah, no, nobody wants to hear your thoughts about how to achieve world peace. Exactly. Because you don't know, right. you, you literally know nothing. You are completely out to lunch. You have nothing worth considering in terms of ideas or solutions. And you know how women think their shit don't stink in their royalty. You, yep. I read this article and I read some of these women's statements about... How she ne you should never once said you should never talk down to a woman and degrade her like that, and I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. What? They act no, like they're fucking started. royalty. Well, no, yeah, that they in their, mind, in their it's mind, in their mind, they test. they yeah, it's a sh it is an absolute shit test. They think they deserve special treatment because they have vaginas, and if you don't give them special treatment, it's because you hate women. They just they don't even consider the fact that 
you know, again, like women use words like they're casting a spell. They're not actually trying to describe reality. So this is why when you try to confront a woman about the double standards, she doesn't know how to respond because she just says whatever gets the results she wants. So when equality benefits her, then men and women are equal. But then when special privileges and double standards benefit her, then she's a woman and she needs special treatment. And if, exactly. you, point out, and if you point out the double standard, be like, well, that's, are, do you want equality or do you want to be treated differently? They'll just look at you and be like, misogyny. Like It's almost like that uh, body snatcher. She just points her fingers and makes a loud re-noise. Yep. Right. <laughs> but the funny thing is the article is the guy that was under fire. He said, well, we're changing some of our procedures. I consider the matter closed moving on. He had right. zero fucks to give about him. Exactly. Honestly, that's the response that you need to give. Whenever these social justice warriors uh, come at you like, oh, what are you going to do for this? Like, I'm, I'm going to hang up this phone. And that's the end of this conversation. That's what I'm doing about it. Like, cause here's the thing. Can you imagine a feminist beauty pageant? Just, like, these these beauty pageant companies. They'd all be fat. They would be oh, suicidal. Yeah. To pander Fucking to feminism. Everywhere. I mean, you look at what happened to Marvel and Star Wars and all this other shit. I mean, that's fine because there's at least, you know, I I think Star Wars is dead. But, you know, Last yep. Jedi got a lot of good reviews despite it being a feminist fucking shit show. But imagine a beauty pageant run by feminism. There's literally nothing else. It's not like, you know, you can't. there's nothing you can scrape together that would salvage a feminist beauty pageant. It's you've simply destroyed anything it was. So any company that's like we're gonna make our uh, our beauty pageant more inclusive and diverse, and and we're gonna start caring about feminist sensibilities, they might as well just you know sell their company, just sell their company and fucking get out, and then just fucking just you know there's nothing left. And the thing is, is these girls, they're just, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. These girls think they're trying to get brownie points on social media with their feminist friends. If they, if they got what they wanted, it would destroy their opportunity. It's like these women, this Me Too shit. A lot of women go to work to meet a husband. They specifically want to get a, a, a degree in a certain career field so they can meet their husband at work and they can get married. That's their, that's their life plan. And Me Too just took a huge shit in their life plan and they don't they're not even they're only now starting to realize that if men are afraid to be around women because of me too they can no longer find a husband at work they might actually have to work until they retire because they're going to die alone and women are like oh shit this isn't what i wanted well yeah exactly but that's this is what you get this is called the um, unintended consequences and these beauty queens protesting the patriarchy if they got what they it's wanted, retarded. that would be the end of their career. Yep. They would just, they'd have to get a real job. They wouldn't be able to earn their, they wouldn't be able to be famous just for being attractive. And then they would bitch about how fucking the patriarchy, they just, stop. Stop. Just yeah. look pretty. They just, they just you shut, do the just, whole typical fucking bitch and wine. Yeah, just, I mean, do, do yourself a favor. Look pretty and shut the fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. That's and it. It's just how, smile, how smile, squeeze your tits together, and keep your fucking mouth shut. That's just, it. I'm, I'm giving you the best advice anybody can give you. It's it's that fucking simple, and they yeah, just it. yeah, and, and you'll make your gag reflex. You will make so much money if you just smile and shut the fuck up. 
Well, here's the kicker about that whole Miss America thing. They've gotten a they got a four million dollar subsidy from the state of New Jersey, which kind of pissed me off a little bit. Oh well, yeah, a lot of states subsidize bullshit. Like, I mean, look up sports stadiums. These these cities because they want these sports teams to go into their city because they think it like you know it was like oh why don't we have an NFL team why don't we have a major league team so these cities you can't sub- fucking afford it that's why yeah. well they, these cities subsidize these sports teams so that they'll they'll go there it's supply and demand so Meanwhile, yeah the sports teams breaking in uh, shit right of money. right right exactly so it's it's dumb but the thing is people they like it. And so they don't understand that, like, yeah, all this money we're spending on this sports team could be going to, like, services or lower taxes. But, no, you or want... paying off debt. You want to see millionaires throw... A f- but they'd rather see millionaires throw a ball around. Okay, whatever. Here's your millionaire throwing a ball around. Enjoy your high taxes. Fucking dipshits. Yep. Oh, wow. What are you going to do? You know what they say about a fool and his money. And the thing is, mostly guys are into the sports stuff. So, you know... Yeah, this is why it needs to be net taxpayers, not specifically men or women. Because men could be just as fucking stupid and irresponsible as women. That's why we have cucks. That's, you know... But did... Are the cucks the cause or the symptom? The cause. Are you just saying that? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, like, do you have a way to prove that somehow? But, alright. Oh, oh no, it's listen and believe. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a there was an old show called The Critic. It was like kind of a it's from the makers of The Simpsons, and I remember there's this bit where it's like Rebel without a Cosby, and it was like nice. Bill Cosby. He's like, you see, knives are good for poking and slicing, but they're not good for poking and slicing at me. You should get yourself a spoon and fill it with Jello pudding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he filled a lot of those bitches with his Jello. I know, right? He did, was, but you know was... what? They wanted it. I mean, exactly. That's... Yeah, they yeah, wanted. Yeah, they want worth that kind of money. Yep, Bill Cosby didn't do nothing. They wanted his Jello yeah, pudding pop fortune. They did. After they got his Jello pudding pop. Right. Exactly. Fucking bitches, man. I know. Bitches, it's, man, bitches. It's, it's endless. Well, you know that you have. If you have money, a woman's going to try to part with it, or she's going to try to like worm her way into your life so she can take it from you and give it to herself. And the system enables her to do so. So you can't like remember, a parasite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's not control. If it was mutually beneficial, it, it wouldn't be a parasite. Women wouldn't need a, a legal system to enable them to do it if it was somehow mutually beneficial. God, yeah, it's a fucked up situation. Yep. Yeah, and the, the, as long as guys keep thinking with their fucking dicks, it ain't going to change. Well, well the, the thing that's fucked up is, like, you could be, like, you could do nothing wrong now, and then decades later, like, literally decades later, the definition of rape changes. Right. And then now all these women from the fucking 80s are like, oh, Bill Cosby raped me. It's like, well, no. Even as far as back in the stupid. 60s and 70s, they, they were like, you know, Lying their asses off. Right, but the, the thing that pisses me off is the way they use a modern definition to accuse you of a crime which wasn't a crime at the time. Like, right. that doesn't, doesn't even make any sense, but 
it can still don't de- matter. It'll still destroy your career. <laughs> like you, you won't go to jail, but you'll get like you your career will be over because yeah, you did something is which done. was everybody's gonna think you're a rapist. Yeah, you, you did some drugs and had some sex in the eighties, then decades later Yeah, but everybody long did after drugs the fact. Sex the exactly. Exactly that's the whole point. So that was like that was like Netflix and chill. Exactly. But it was like so okay, now in the in the current year it's now a form of rape if she's intoxicated. Now, but how many people, drunken sex was like the only sex they ever had. They would get yeah. a girl, they'd go to the club or they'd go to the bar, get a girl drunk, and they'd have sex with her. That was what a lot of people did. And now, oh, now you're a rapist. So now decades later, these women are going to, like, if you, assuming you, you have money, that's the thing. If you're just some, some jackass, they don't care. But if you're like a rich, famous celebrity or something like that, they'll come after you years later once the definition of rape changes and they can accuse you of rape from, from like decades ago. And everyone's like, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll go with the modern definition for something that happened decades ago, which wasn't a crime and ruined this guy's life. Why not? Clearly, he, he has a lot to answer for. It's like, no. Oh, oh, we we no, got it time this time. to get face raped we, again. We this got it this time. Again. We got it this time. This is it. We're going to close off the... The fucking dumpster fire. We're going to kill the Krumpus. Kill the Krumpus for the dumpster fire. This I got your Krumpus hanging. We got, and DDJ has our Krumpus hanging. Because the Krumpus was his, his ass this time. was his dick the whole time. Now. There he is. There it is. Here we go. Yep. The Krumpus was actually DDJ's dick the now entire you know. time. We never saw it and coming. Almost as, and almost as thick. Do you have to roll it up like a garden hose? Something yeah. like that. Something like that. It's more of a cinnamon. More like a fire hose. Okay, now it's time for me to run. Yeah. Watch out for the... What happened? Yep. What, wait, did I... I'm not dead. What? What's happening? Did you die? No, I'm at oh, 81%, percent, but I, I can't uh, move. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah. That's weird. You that's got the cocky stuck. Okay, whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. What's up, Krumpus? I'm gonna shoot some buzz saws at your head. Let's see what's up. Oh, where'd he go? He's over watch, on me. Watch out for the fucking Allahu Akbar booger people. Yep. Oh shit, he fucking pulled me back. I must have pissed him off. Uh oh. Come on, fat boy. Oh, that was a little trans fat phobic ableist. <laughs> you know, Crumpuses are beautiful at any size. Oh, is he? Yeah. Watch is, out, we got ads behind us. Ads behind us. Move, guys. Ads behind. Keep moving. We'll run in a circle. Question. Run to, run to this is how I view out. cuts DFM. They are weak men who cannot Keep meet moving. the male standard, so they introduce women Don't into the system to camouflage their Keep own moving. inadequacy. It's Keep not moving. about Keep sex. And stay together. What do you think? Um, I think, yeah, cucks, I, I talked about this in my video, The Tragedy of the Cuck. So an alpha, and I define alpha, beta, and cuck a little bit differently. An alpha is someone who is attractive and has good genes, and women just want to have sex with them for the pleasure of their company. A beta has resources. Uh, a cuck has neither good looks, good genes, or resources. They're usually effeminate losers. 
Or like, you know, Sargon of Akkad did a video talking about all these male feminists who are actually like pedophiles and rapists, and they use feminism to basically scour for victims. So they're, they're fucked up pieces of shit, honestly. So, it, you know, but to say it's not about sex, no, it is about sex. It's just, uh, I don't know, it may not be always directly 100% about sex. Some of it may be just about that, you know, pat on the head, that uh, good boy, you're a good man, something like yeah, that. We'll need for approval. Right. It, it could be something like that. Oh, we got this. We got this. We got come this, here. boys. Come here, Bass. Come here, you fat fuck. Yeah! And I leveled up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, leveled, I leveled up, too. Look at that. We did it. What a great way to end the dumpster fire. On a high note. There we go. Yep. There's an EMP grenade. Little. There we go. Okay, cool. All right, let me answer the last questions. And with this, right. we just vote any random, any random map, and then we'll go back to the menu. It'll give us an option. Okay. Yeah. Okay, question for TFM and DDJ. I'm 18 and still a virgin, mainly because I have a small dick. Do you think it's important to experience romantic relationships? Well, I'm still young, or should I put all my focus on preserving career, education, and money? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not the end of the world. Trust me. Um, you know, give a load, us a, it's a load. Yeah, small dick, whatever. Um, Doesn't matter. It, I don't know how small you. Thing is, like, here's the thing. Whenever I see a white guy with an Asian girlfriend, I'm always thinking, yeah, that guy's got a tiny dick. Because Asian pussies are only four and a half inches deep. Like, that's one of the reasons why I like half Asians. Because actual, like, Asian Asians, they're always like, Ugh. like, it, I don't, I hate their squeaky voices. But they're always like, it hurts, oh, my pussy. And they have this high-pitched voice, and it's really fucking annoying. And their pussies are too shallow. Four and a half inches is not enough. So, um, but if you're rocking a, a small dick, yeah, go, go get yourself an Asian girl. But honestly, real talk, all women are like that. So it's really not even worth it. Um, this may actually go be a blip. Go make your money and hire a yeah. prostitute if you had to. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you really want to, I wouldn't, honestly, um, if you're still a virgin, if you really have to lose your virginity and not to a prostitute, yeah, go to Asia. Um, but I recommend just focusing on yourself Sex is not the end-all, be-all of human existence. It feels good, but if you really want, if you want sex um, without any guilt or anxiety or any, you know, you're worried about the girl saying "aw" when she sees your dick and saying that you look like a baby Jesus, then get a doll. Get a doll. Like the doll will not judge you. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a fucking <clears throat> sex doll. Problem yeah. solved. There you go. If you need companionship, just get a fucking dog. Yep. Yeah. Don't have sex with the dog, though. No. Can't... Yeah. Exactly. I, I, yeah. <laughs> do no, not I, fuck the dog. Not, yeah. I am do not, not, I am not fuck I, the dog. I have many perversions, but that's not one of them. Well, and I have no, like know. they sent me one of the sex toys I reviewed was like this tiny little doggy style ass that fit in the palm of my hand. It was it's kind of funny, and it's like a scaled down doggy style ass that was like twenty dollars. But the actual vagina was only like three inches deep, and the the butthole was like two. Inches. You could stretch it out a little bit, but really, it's, it's too small. So you might you could look into that. Honestly, it's you know I don't know how big your dick is, but it's not the end of the world. Trust me. There's so much more to life than 
you know, dick, dick size is irrelevant. How much money you can make? Yeah, if you have a, you could have a, ton, you could pee on your own balls. Your dick could be so small, and you will. Here, I'm gonna. How do I leave? Because I don't want to hold up anybody. Alt go to go to exit, or you're that, but you can go to exit and then go to home menu. Okay. Or exit to desktop. No, I, I don't want to exit to desktop. I just wanted to. I didn't want to hold up people from uh, wanting to start the game. Um, yeah, yeah but... so now, now the one thing. Okay, so here's one thing though, because if you've never dated or had a serious relationship, unfortunately, you are more susceptible to being pulled back onto the plantation because you don't have any personal experience. Because like people could tell you all the stories, but. If you've never experienced it, you'll be like, you'll think you found the wall. Especially if she tells you she doesn't mind your small penis or something like that. You know, especially if you got money. Like, let's say you're very successful. Uh, these gold diggers are coming at you, um, and then you, you know, they sh- you show them your dick, and they're like, oh, I don't even care. Oh, I love tiny dicks. You you may think you found your unicorn, and the whole time no she's just a gold. She's just a no. gold digger. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because he's never had a relationship, he may be more susceptible to female manipulation if and when the time comes. Like a uh, Ferris right. Bueller, um, that there's a famous line in Ferris Bueller that like um, he's you know talking about Cameron. He's gonna marry the first girl he lays, and she's gonna treat him like shit because you can't respect someone who kisses your ass. It just doesn't work. So you need to be very aware because you are a virgin that you're probably going to be more susceptible to female manipulation. But just focus on yourself. And if you really want to lose your virginity, go to Asia. So that's that's my advice. All right. Um, all right, two more questions, and then we're done. Actually, wait, one of them was about the precious metal. So one more question. Last question is from Test Measure. Great new format, DDJ, more... Kone about parenting. I don't know what Kone is. I think he spelled that wrong. Uh, about parenting with a crazy ex, including videos. When you, what you said tonight was stellar. So I think this is that guy that's at, been asking the questions all night about how to parent with a crazy ex. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. So yeah, but apparently, if you ever are feeling, I know you mentioned that you're going to put in a couple sections in your book, but I guess he, you know, if you want to ever produce a video mm-hmm. on the subject as well. You got at least one guy who's very interested in that subject. Right on. Well, you know, and that's the thing is if the book if the book takes off like the feminist lie does, I'll probably put addendum videos together. So like, um, you know, the feminist lie is really taken off and it still continues to sell extremely well. And so I started actually doing a couple videos to kind of add as like addendum. So like my Duluth model and things like that to kind of add um to the basis that the, that the feminist lie created. Yeah, that's good. Good times. All right, so that is our show. And I thought the, the new system for asking questions worked. I appreciate a lot of generous donations this week. So Very really, generous. really appreciate that. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy yeah, New Year, thank man. Thank you. All right, so we are going to going all right so um now this is a dumpster fire i know i left the ads up technically dumpster fires aren't sponsored so i'm not going to play the ads i just forgot to take the the locos down so uh, yeah for dollhouse and anchors away you're not going to be charged for this week's podcast just a freebie happy new year 
It's like the second week go. in a row I forgot to take the logos down. So there you go, whatever. It's on me. Not going to charge you for a, a dumpster fire. <laughs> anyway, okay, everyone. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. And we will see you next time. Thank you for having me, TFM. No problem, man. You want to say goodbye? Y'all have a great, happy new year. All right. You too. Take care.